Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Maybe third hour, if you're lucky, when I look at the board. And as always, it's a hump day on Wednesday. Glad to be here with you and yours. You know, Muska is now over the hump himself. He is uh, now on the better side of 50. And uh, letting his wisdom in through the radio station each and every day. As he checks on me, checks on you, and keeps everybody in check. I almost feel like Dow 3000 should be called the Check 3000. And uh, don't forget, folks, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and apping at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. And as always, you can subscribe directly for everything at rockoftalk.chat. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays are the days that uh, Dad releases his write-ups. We've got a lot to get to, as we do every day. Uh, The news keeps you busy, whether it's local, homeless, crime, economy, election, whether it's national, what you're dealing with on the, uh, you know, hate Trump bandwagon or the latest turncoat and Of course, uh, as the world turns, as the world burns, we're here to cover everything uh, end-to-end, as always. Uh, Everything's now on rockoftalk.tv. You can listen to all of everything to the beginning of the year for our broadcasts. So if you want to watch us do the show, you can certainly do that. Uh, You can see the last uh, 10 shows of uh, the um, Liberty Lovers, uh, who's Nat and uh, uh, Jaybird. And then uh, you, of course, can see the uh, last show for each of the other shows, so Dr. Summers, everything else on Saturday. So until they get uh, advertisers and sponsors, we won't run the remainder of those on there. We're using a lot of bandwidth, and uh, boy, just a huge jump. As soon as we put that stuff on demand, we literally doubled like the very next day. So it costs a lot of money to put that stuff up on TV. Uh, it's a long, uh, arduous project to, to set up, uh, but it is there for the taking. So take it while you can get it for free. I'm just waiting for that paywall to go up so I can finally uh, fund what I need to to get this thing going. Um, Folks, I think it uh, goes without saying, this particular radio show has been recognized for a number of years as uh, being straight talk, truthful talk, and uh, being here on time. I participated in the political uh, sphere. Dowd's been at it for more than 30 years. Uh, You won't find a better show, excuse me, that is out there, period. Uh, It just doesn't exist. And it's because we care so much. We do so much and there is so much to cover and we do the best that uh, you ask for each and every day to go ahead and do it. So I appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. So let's uh, kick it off to you, Dowd. How are you? Uh, I am well. It's kind of like birthday all over again, Eddie. Okay. I've, I've been spending the week at, uh, I'll show this for folks on the video. Okay. Uh, I've been spending the week at a what, I, what I'm calling the Merchants of Death Conference in downtown Albuquerque. It now, who's the, there to say that? The, um, slow, slow down, slow down. Slow down. When you say Merchants of Death, we want to know. Who you're talking about? Who are the merchants of death? It is the BFI, the annual briefing for industry in which the professional aerospace contractors of New Mexico, Association of New Mexico, uh, brings in all the military guys to talk about all the opportunities that small businesses and large businesses have to construct, build, maintain, upgrade weapon systems. So we're talking about uh, nuclear uh, devices, or as they called it today, uh, you have the ICBM, but then the most important part is the physics package. Oh, okay. The physics package. Uh, Sandia, of course. Uh, yeah. Los Alamos, of course. But also, you know, Directed Energy uh, is is based out of here. Oh, in, nice. In Albuquerque. So I've been getting all the swag. I've got my Arrowhead Center, New Mexico State, 
coffee mug. That's oh, sweet. Okay. I've got wow. my Air Force Research Laboratory uh, stress reliever squeezer. Wow, is this what all our tax money is, is, is used for? all your tax wow. money goes, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. This is very cool. This is the General Services Administration on uh -huh. the feds. And it's one of these like super yeah. duper chip clip kind of things. Boy, so all sorts I got of all the stupid. swag I could get. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of stupid over there. Uh, very smart. Remember, these are the very same people who worked at Sandia National Labs, the very same people who work at Kirtland Air Force Base. PhDs, doctorates coming out their asses, uh, and also their brains dropping straight between their legs uh, many times. Some of these, uh, these some are of these the people, people who can be educated on critical race theory. These are the people that got roped into every single woke ideology. They register Democrat, and they take your money, and they're ready to retire at the drop of a hat and tell you how incredibly brilliant they all are. I think I about uh, covered it end-to-end. Uh, -end. Is that about right, Eddie, I was literally at a desk picking up some free swag today, and the person next to me, had silver, long hair, mm. in, a, in, in, a, in ponytail. a ponytail. And yeah, I thought, oh, I got to tell Eddie this. Oh, that was a good kickoff uh, to the, uh, well, uh, speaking of silver hairs and uh, no ponytail. In fact, I'd love, I wish he had one. I'd rip it off his damn head. I'd like to drop the F-bomb on him. Uh, not to mention a number of other bombs as well. Uh, the whole entire operation from the FBI to the CIA to the rest of the three other agencies, you need to understand their aim is to turn every single Trump supporter not the government, the government's already flipped, is to turn every single Trump supporter on other Trump supporters. So the strategy is real easy. Can we force these guys to get themselves into a situation where we can force them to quit? The Trump support, the commitment to their country, the commitment to the Constitution, the commitment to all things that you held dear when you decided to go ahead and take an oath and support with your very life uh, this country and they want you to turn police officers people in the military uh you know the, all the sellouts so it's literally we are fi figuring out who the wet noodles are uh within the military within the government and they're all turning on the on each other and the uh, latest is uh mike pence okay mike pence is taking it to the hilt against donald trump and we're going to talk a lot about Trump uh, this hour. I think it's important uh, with now that the report, uh, well-written report, uh, by the way, I, I'd say it's a, more of a story than a report from The New Yorker. And I read it and I really got lost in Ivanka Trump and her life and what she did and what she meant. Uh, and, you know, she was literally the first victor over before bankruptcy courts, before anything else uh, was able to beat Donald Trump. It was Ivanka Trump who beat uh, Donald Trump first. And I think it's important to discuss her life and to realize her level of dedication to her kids and to Donald Trump himself, despite uh, the way Donald Trump wants. In fact, they were friends. But who is not a friend is Mike Pence, ladies and gentlemen. Former Vice President Mike Pence is imploring fellow Republicans to stop lashing out at FBI over the search over Donald Trump's Florida home. He wants you to shut up about the FBI. They have gotten to him, okay? They have gotten to him. They've gotten to Giuliani. They have gotten to just about every, you know, obviously uh, Lindsey Graham is there as well. And I know that this makes you mad and you're trying to hold the line. And it's really easy while you're sitting at home, enjoying the rock of talk, enjoying conservative radio to say, you know, we're going to, we're going to stand up. We're going to, we're going to fight back. But are you fighting back? That's the question I want to ask each and every one of you listening today. Are you really, truly fighting back? Are you willing to sell out? at any point and willing to sacrifice your freedoms, your liberties for anything for just a little bit of comfort because now the famous saying goes, if you're willing to sacrifice just a little bit of comfort for liberty, you deserve neither, right? Something along those lines, you guys of course uh, know, know that. Pence is denouncing calls by some of the former president's allies to defund the FBI. Remember defund the police? Why don't we want to defund the FBI? What good have they actually shown us? 
What has the FBI done when it came to, uh, you know, Hunter Biden, when it came to Jeffrey Epstein, when it came to all these things? And yes, folks, we're going to touch Anne Hesh. Yes, I cannot believe it. I didn't even know who the woman was. I thought she was just some lesbian who dated Ellen DeGeneres. No, <laughs> contraire. A lot more to that story than that. And you should ramp up for that. And uh, we're going to be piecing and putting some of these. Uh, hey, you know what? TikTok is good for one thing. These people are repeating these strange things to each other. And we're going to play some of that. So listen. As Pence is denouncing calls by some of the former president's allies to defund the FBI, this is from the AP, saying that it is just as wrong. He's morally equivocating. It's just as wrong a push by Democrat activists to shift money from police. Turning the Republican card now, Mike Pence, your supporters, this is nowhere even close to defunding the police. Let's just compare this. Police are meant to keep us safe. Police are meant to hold the line, be the first response. What's the FBI if you defend the FBI? What good are they doing? Honestly, I'd love to know. Would someone tell me? You can't because you don't know what they do. You don't know what they're involved in. And They've really got no purpose other than to keep watch on its citizens. CIA, external, FBI, internal. Okay? Supposed to be organized crime. You've never seen crime more organized than it is in the city of Albuquerque. Makes me mad. Why? Because he's not just turning his back on Trump. He's also turning his back on all of you Republicans, all of you conservatives. We've lost another one today, and that's Mike Pence. Maybe we lost him a long time ago. Pence also says he'd give, quote, unquote, and it sounds like every Republican rhino here in New Mexico. Doesn't this Mike Pence just sound just like every rhino Republican in New Mexico? He sounds exactly the same. Oh, I'm afraid of the government. I'm afraid of these people. Well, let's just go ahead and cooperate. Let's reach across the aisle. Let's do everything that they ask us to do. Let's bend over backwards and let us let them throttle us to the nth degree. Disgusting. Pence also says he'd give due consideration if asked to testify before the House committee. Oh, he's cooperative. Oh, not willing to stand by the principles. Oh, will, not willing to honor the life of Ashley Babbitt and uh, the various other people who literally have been falsely incriminated in all this, who are all turning on each other. That's exactly what is happening. Pence's pleas for restraint come as law enforcement officials warn of escalating number of violent threats targeting federal agents. You're the enemy, folks. Right now, just us speaking out just like this right now. We're threatening the FBI because we don't think the FBI should be funded. I don't think we ever said that. We just want to know what they do. You already need to know basis, Mr. Aragon. We'll tell you what your rights are and we'll tell you what you need to know and when you need to know it. I mean, that's exactly where we are with things, right? Escalating number of violent threats. I don't know of one. I know the ones that are amplified, like the idiot in Ohio who decided to go ahead and pull whatever he pulled last Thursday when he did what he did. We told you it is not the right thing to do. Well, speaking of guys who are holding the line, ex-cop who testified against friend avoids prison for January 6th. I'll read this text right away. We lost Mike Pence when he refused to send back the questionable votes. You could have said that. However, it was such a muted view. And why does Mike Pence think that he actually has any say? Wouldn't he want to go ahead and be vice president again? 
I think he was just sort of trying to call some calm. This is actually an explicit attack on all Republicans and, of course, the FBI raid, which just happened. Boy, how quickly the world turns within two weeks. Within a week, I'm sorry. Where When, when was the FBI raid? Two weeks ago. Two, two weeks and two days ago. Is that correct? I believe on a Monday. <sighs> former Virginia police officer who testified against a friend and former supervisor he joined at the Capitol Hill in January 6th insurrection has avoided prison time for his role in it. You want to know how he did it? Oh, I don't need to tell you. You already know. You have all the answers. This coming out uh, just a couple of hours ago. Rocky Mountain police officer Jacob Fracker was sentenced Tuesday to one year probation. 59 days in home confinement. Fracker, love that. Netflix, you know, all that. Take it all in. Uh, whatever. You know, after all that's that liberals, that, that, those liberals are funny people. I enjoy their shows. I like my freedom. I want my family. Yes, my security of my home. <laughs> Jacob Fracker was sentenced to one year probation, 59 days of home confinement. He had pleaded guilty conspiring with his fellow officer to obstruct Congress from certifying Joe Biden's 2020 election victory. So apparently... You are pleading guilty now if you did nothing more than march on the Capitol. That's it. It's all took. That's against conspiracy to prevent Congress from certifying the 2020 election victory. That's the crime. The crime is that you tried to prevent the crime from being committed. 18.7%. I'm going to repeat that number to you. 18.7% was the overage of Joe, people who supported Joe Biden, a male, a a racist male with a derelict drug addict son over Hillary Clinton, the woman who had been campaigning for years upon years with only 64 million votes, 64 million versus 81 million difference of 18.7%. You cannot rationalize that level of insanity. There's no way that that happened. I stand here before you today to tell you there is no way that that happened. And you know it, and I know it. And I can say it. I'm not going out like Coy Griffin. Boy, he's, he's got some serious problems. We'll talk about Coy uh, in a little bit. He'll be out of, his, out of his own way in just a moment. Shoot off your mouth one too many times. Uh, pull off one too many activities, and uh, Bob's your uncle. There you go. Huh. Let's continue. Fracker had pleaded guilty to conspiring with his fellow officer to obstruct Congress. Prosecutors did not seek prison time because he laid down. He bent over. He let the liberals have him. Fracker pointed to a substantial cooperation and trial testimony against his buddy, his friend, and former Sergeant Thomas Robertson. Robertson was sentenced last week to more than seven years behind bars. Traitorous? He's not going to feel so. His wife told him to do it, right? Remember the guy that shows up at the car lot, that shows up to visit the house, that shows up to, well, I don't know. I got to talk to my wife about it. Are you ready to go ahead and pull the trigger on it? Well, I don't know. Let me get back to you. I got to talk to my wife about it. Yeah. That's the guy you never sell to. The guy I will never follow up with is always the one that has to go ahead and go back and speak to his wife about everything. Because that's exactly Mike Pence. Mike Pence is exactly the wussified liberal 
emasculated man who would not ride an elevator with another female. Oh, and you wanted to go ahead and what a great conservative. He doesn't cheat on his wife. He doesn't do all these horrible things. Yeah, he also doesn't have a sack. There's no way that man could ever be president just like, and we'll cover her next, just like the Cheneys. Look at the people who led us into the worst atmospheres, political atmospheres of our life. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Bushes. I'm talking about Pence. I'm talking about all of these people who could not and would not stand up. The very worst days that ever happened and the biggest attacks we ever received when we had men who were so emasculated that they could not stand up to fight. This country is only here because you had the men who had the sacks to fight. The likes of George Washington, the intelligence of John, uh, Thomas Jefferson, the bravery of General MacArthur. Those are the types of people that this particular country was built upon. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in Nikiva. Great day yesterday. Good notes yesterday. You would have got them if, uh, well, if you uh, were a subscriber directly at rockoftalk.chat. But fear not, folks, for those of you who are now dealing with all sorts of subscriptions and loads and everything like that, you can listen without the notes, but I don't recommend it. You want to know where you're at all the time, but you can do that as well. A lot of you guys, uh, you know, I know you guys are trying to make ends meet and trying to make things work. I know the predicament that everything has put you in from the shutdowns to the masking to now we've got more, you know, we'll get to this a little bit later on in the show as well as these schools that are recommending more masking. We're back at that, believe it or not, folks. We are absolutely back at that. 550-5500, that's 550-5500, here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM 422, back and forth. some follow-up a couple of callers have decided to jump in early i think i asked for callers uh what third hour i think that's what i went with but uh we'll go very quickly call you in the kiva very quickly yeah so here's the solution um david uh, can we can we go to third hour or is there something that's so important that we needed to get it out first hour well, it was timely called because it pertains directly to what you just said but oh, yeah I can say producer, the... go ahead david i'm sorry go ahead you got the floor sir um, the solution, as I've seen it after uh, hundreds of hours of pondering it, is uh, the answer is in law, and it's in the declaration where it gives the people, it establishes this government, uh, all government in the United States is of the people, by the people, for the people, and it also specifically says that the people have the ultimate say, the final say, as to whether any given government stays or goes, 
and there doesn't need to be, um, there's, there's no specified process for that, which means that the people can simply as a popular thing, dismiss the government. All right. 10 seconds. Um, 10 seconds. And um, the problem is they have gamed the system that the, the top down power structure, the president, the Fed tells the state, tells the county, tells the city, tells you what to do. Uh, the only solution to the, the fact that they've gamed it is to reverse it on them where the people have meetings and they decide what is going to be done. And then they tell the city what right. the city will do. That's, that's, the, that's the only thing that will save you. All right. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. You can see why we call them show killers. I mean, literally any momentum is just immediately just at least the other Dave, you know, is writing everything out. I just don't have time to, you know, I, I really, when you're preparing a show, putting everything together, you got the flow, you got everything, we got information. People are spending their very valuable time. They're in cars or driving around. I mean, if I just go ahead and hit caller, Hey, I want to hear the, your latest snide remark or what you have to say just kind of goes in, but back to the point, Dowd, you had a follow up on Mike Pence. Well, the, the, the you, you mentioned Pence's latest nonsense, Eddie. I'll just get some, give some specificity here. He said, quote, I want to remind my fellow Republicans, we can hold the attorney general accountable for the decision he made without attacking the rank and file law enforcement personnel at the FBI. The yeah. Republican Party is the party of law and order. Oh, okay. Our party stands with the men and women who stand on the thin blue line at the federal and the state oh. and the local level. Well, you know, Mr. Vice President, you can have a general bias in favor of law enforcement, in granting law enforcement the benefit of the doubt, in respecting law enforcement. When you check your brain at the door and you automatically worship law enforcement, you tend to overlook people like, uh, you have to correct me on the pronunciation here, uh, Peter, was it Peter Strzok? Uh, the FBI agent who was involved in Russiagate, which the Department of Justice itself uh, issued an inspector general report said that his uh, statements of hostility toward candidate Trump and statements in support of candidate Clinton were inappropriate. Uh, the inspector general uh, commented that Strokes' actions reflected poorly on the FBI and harmed public trust in the investigations of Russia uh, and Clinton. Guess what, Mr. Vice President? There's bad people in law enforcement like there's bad people everywhere. This is an official inspector general's report finding that his conduct was uh, unbecoming uh, an FBI agent. and. Those of us who I, I don't know much about the, what, the, the intricate details of the, of the Espionage Act and the Records Administration and what, what's going on, we, we haven't seen the, the affidavit in support of the search warrant. There's a lot we don't know. One thing, we'll I, do, one thing I do know that has been demonstrated conclusively in the last few years is that powerful people, including many people in law enforcement, are obsessed with Donald Trump. They think he's Satan incarnate. And they're willing to do unethical, in fact, on occasion, even illegal things to get him. So these people don't have a lot of credibility when it comes to me. And, and I'm not the world's biggest Donald Trump fan. I just look at the record. So this kind of automatic deference to law enforcement, when we have abundant evidence that people in law enforcement and outside of law enforcement in extremely powerful positions are obsessed with Donald Trump and want to destroy Donald Trump and hate people who support Donald Trump. Didn't Stroke say something about I was smelling people at Walmart, the you know, Trump supporters, uh, it's not unreasonable to well, look at- Well, him and Lisa Page were Lisa having Page. an affair yes. on the inside. Yes. I think uh, people were still losing their mind. This is like after he had been completely and totally outed, we got the text messages. Yep, yep. He was fired from the FBI. And then he claimed the mea culpa a little bit, but he was still able to raise, uh, I believe, somewhere between- Seventy to seventy-five thousand dollars from the GoFundMe site right, right. in support of him, which just tells you how much people 
hate Donald Trump. And I'll tell you what they hate about him so much is the fact that he knows himself. He is so incredibly centered on what he knows, who he is. He's had success. He's had failure. And people hate that. People who aren't, uh, whose metal hasn't, haven't been tested, really, which was generally not small business owners, which is def definitely not, uh, you know, Americans who have, you know, stood up to some sort of injustice, uh, much like Dave has, right? If you continue, you are a supporter of Donald Trump because he is the everyman of America, yet he comes off as this very proud, very uh, strong, very good, good leader. I'm uh, not saying very likable, but Strzok and Page went to the ends of the earth to try and take down and set him up. And as you, we talked about two days ago, we gave you how the entire Wuhan virus was set up by Mr. Pottinger. Pottinger was on the inside. The better thing about Pottinger is he had 30 years of training under the tutelage of his father who brought down Richard Nixon. So this is all a matter of, well, we didn't cover our tracks good enough. The FBI got exposed. The FBI had to fire Peter Strzok, had to fire Lisa Page. In all of this, they were still able to get public, massive amounts of public support. And here's, here's the whole thing about the defund the FBI or let's remove their funding and everything is you have these bad actors who are driven by an agenda. There's no doubt on J6, if you watch it on Epic Times, the true story of January the 6th, you will see front and center, a number of actors wrapped in their masks with masks over their face, basically pushing people through the gates, through the barriers, through the windows, bashing in windows, setting everybody up. And they're just like Mr. Epps who's now come out, right? Oh, we, we thought a bomb was going to go off. It was a lot worse than that. He was, he's literally on that, the truth about uh, January 6th, the real story behind January 6th uh, was my friend Joshua Phillip. And you can go see him expose all of this as two women are trampled, or one woman is trampled to death and another woman is shot point blank by a black man in Washington, D.C. And also the Capitol Police committed a number of felonies none of which have ever been charged. And every single person who lost their life on that day was a Trump supporter. Think about that. This is the greatest injustice, the spectacle, and you're not able to make out anything. And they've got people turning on each other. You got men killing themselves because of the trials that they're facing, because of the amount of time that they're facing in prison for doing nothing more than getting through the barrier. Now, I'm not condoning that. It was stupid behavior, some of it. But most of it was amplified and a lot of entrapment was created by the Capitol Police, by the FBI actors. This was all a setup. All the world's a stage, just like Shakespeare said, more than five centuries ago. And it was no more of a stage than it was on that day. They knew what was there. They held the National Guard back. They wanted exactly the spectacle that they got. This is bigger than the Russia collusion because you actually have crimes being committed and it's not by the people that they're saying that we're committing it. So shame on Mike Pence, who's now turned his complete back and they keep front paging Coy Griffin in all of this here locally. This is all politically driven by the Albuquerque Journal, by channels four, channels, channel seven, channels 13. We're not trying to be journalists here. We are conservative spokespeople. I'm a talk radio host. I give my opinions freely. I go out and I do my research, as does Dowd. Every single day we read these things and we bring you the evidence. And Dowd is here for one of the specific reasons Dowd is here is to back me up on all this information with all this stuff that has been noted. If we get pulled into court for the things that we say, guess what? 
We've got the notes. We've got the, uh, the transcript by virtue of the fact that I'm on this microphone. We can get that stuff transcribed in literally zero time. The length of this show is the ex exact amount of time it takes to just transcribe the entirety of this show. And all you would need is like, well, did he mean that in jest or did he mean that in all seriousness? There's a good reason why I am kidding a lot of the time. And you can't tell. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. You know, it makes me angry when I have to think about the fact that Paige and Strzok actually were able to raise $70,000 after they had already been fired from the FBI. There's going to be no end to this. You're, you're getting to the end of your country. And you're not standing up and saying a single thing. That's why I asked you, are you doing enough? Or are you just, well, uh, well, maybe if we get a new governor, maybe if we get some new representatives, maybe if we're able to flip the house. Wow. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal today. Just two days ago, I asked for what? Who's the enemy here? I'm the enemy of the state in every way. They, don't, they, they didn't want me to run for this. They don't want me to run for that. You're going to go ahead and up, upset the apple cart. Well, we controlled opposition. The Republican Party doesn't like him. The Democrat Party doesn't like him. They want him dead. Blah, blah, blah. We can go on and on and on. Two days ago, I called for what? Poll watchers. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal today. We need poll watchers. Where's the war? Who's drawing the lines? We're doing it right here from ground zero in the 505. Not in the 575, we're not in southern New Mexico. We're right up here in Albuquerque. We're taking the fight to them every single day. They're like praying to God that we can take out the tower. We can take out all this other stuff. We can take them out. We can throw it. Hey, I hope you've thought of everything because I think I have. 550, 5500. I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. All right, let's get into sort of the next phase uh, of this. And that has to do with other people who are being called to the stand. Mr. Rudy Giuliani today, boy, this is why I want people to have a peaceful life when they go. Like every man should be able to retire, enjoy the fruits of his labor, what, you know, nice you know, have, you know, bounce some grandkids on, on their knees, things like that. Rudy Giuliani was informed that he's a target of the probe into Trump's alleged election interference. Never forget. I don't forget that that was the world's mayor on 9-11. 9-11, you know, what, three weeks away? I wonder how we're going to celebrate that. We're going to do a tip of the hat to the, the Muslim community again? Is that what we're going to do? We're going to make sure that we ignore the fact that, you know, the, that this was a, a jihad on America? Rudy Giuliani is a target of the criminal investigation into Georgia by former President Donald Trump and others. Election interference, excuse me, in Georgia by former President Donald Trump and others, his attorney told NBC News. The lawyer, Robert Costello, said as part of the efforts to compel Giuliani's testimony, Georgia prosecutors initially told New York courts that Giuliani was a material witness. What are they asking him for? They're not raiding his place. They're asking him to produce documents as, what do they call an attorney? Anybody know what the, they, could they call an attorney, Dad? Do you know what he call him? An officer of the courts. Okay. He's an officer. When they disbar somebody, like Bill Clinton did, <laughs> when they remove their law license, they are no longer an officer of the courts. There's a reason why attorneys have a certain way that they interface with the judges. There's a, a respect. The judge is here. The, the attorney is here. Okay. And there's a way that they work together. And there's a way to behave when you go to court. Okay. You don't speak out of turn. You don't say more than you need to say other than what your attorney is advising you to say, who's 
who has to give you something called informed consent. His attorney, Mr. Costello, is going to go to Giuliani and say, what do you have on Donald Trump that we could provide for them that's going to keep you from going to prison? Because if he is a, a aware of what's happening, they don't care. The judge won't stop. She's bought, he's bought, and paid for. Understand that, okay? Understand, we don't have a justice system any longer. Okay? There is no Department of Justice. The judges themselves are bought and paid for. You saw it when the uh, judge uh, wrote out everything for the warrant that was served on Donald Trump. And guess what's happening right now with that? They don't want the information to come out. We are going on uh, nearly a week's time, Dowd, I believe, when uh, Donald Trump, a week ago tomorrow, Donald Trump said, go ahead, release the warrant. Release all the details on the warrant. Please do whatever you possibly can. Get all the information out. We are six days from that. Tomorrow will be a full week. Do you have any information on the warrant? Just like I told you. I told you they've got nothing. Soup to nuts, they've got nothing, and they're embarrassed. Folks, we are going to tie all of this. We're going to go full bore crazy to the latest congressman possibly being killed and Hesh possibly being murdered. You ever see an FBI agent act like a fireman as a woman is trying to break out of a body bag? Have you seen that yet? It's a weird video. It is weird. Even, I, even I say it's a weird video. <laughs> And Dowd, uh, you were the you were the one who you know didn't believe that a police officer was shot at point blank and went out and we looked for as much information as we could possibly find. Could not find it. Could not ever find that uh, being validated. Yeah. We go out and we and neither valid- confirm nor deny. I ne- confirm nor deny. Exactly right there. Giuliani, Trump's former personal attorney and former mayor of New York City, was ordered last week to testify in person before a grand jury handling in the case. The grand jury called by Fulton County District. What do we know about Fulton County? Ground zero for election. 2020. <laughs> they asked Tuesday if Giuliani would still appear before the grand jury. Costello told NBC, we'll be there. A man can only go through so much. Anybody believe that this is biblical at this point? Anybody know what happened to St. Peter, St. Matthew, all of these people? who kept the story alive, they never quit. I'm not saying Donald Trump's Jesus Christ. But we're on that level. The people who are willing to fall will not be be remembered in history. Trump now is rushing to hire a number of attorneys. I doubt he can find another attorney in the country without them sacrificing, making some sort of personal sacrifice. You're going to have to find single men who have nothing to lose at this point and who are willing to go to the ends of the earth to go ahead and stand up for what they believe. That's how deep this goes. Personally upsetting to me, I know it is for you. Lindsey Graham forced now. Senators, I don't know. Can't think of anything more regal in this country other than a sitting senator. Pretty high. All of the security of the Secret Service, 
all of the accolades you could possibly get within your home state, every pomp and circumstance on a federal level, every protection, every, I don't know. You know what they say about senators every morning when they shave, they're shaving in the mirror, they hear hail to the chief playing in the background. They all, they all do. <laughs> they, they all do. think they are the next president. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Lindsey Graham must testify before a grand jury in Georgia investigating former president Donald Trump's conduct. Graham had asked the federal judge to quash a subpoena, arguing that he was performing quote-unquote legislative acts when he twice, twice called Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger after the election. Attorneys for Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Wills argued in court filings that Graham was actually calling to explore the possibility of a more favorable outcome for Donald Trump. His ass is on the line. I'm not a fan of Lindsey Graham. He is great at the stage. We know that. We've seen him in the Judiciary Committee for the U.S. Senate. We've seen what he's been able to accomplish. We see how he could turn everything into a completely different direction with his southern draw and his witty ascent and his expert delivery. Lindsey Graham also going to be turning on Donald Trump. Anonymous official admits FBI acted outside of its scope. Did they now? The passports. An FBI official now calling in. Let's not forget it was the FBI agents inside who turned and prevented some of the bad things from happening, right? We saw that during the Justice Kav- the, the uh, uh, Kavanaugh hearings, right? The FBI has actually been a hero a number of different times, but that cadre within the FBI is getting smaller and smaller, folks. Smaller and smaller, or at least it would appear based upon the reports that we're getting from the media. The Department of Justice admits the FBI acted outside of what was authorized by the court during the raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. That coming out just today. The DOJ told officials on Monday that the agency did indeed act outside the scope. Occasionally, a warrant collection can grab things outside the scope. Authorized by the court and department is now following a procedure. We would, for any person affected this way, the anonymous official sure, towards. Sure they are. <laughs> sure they are. Do you believe that report? Wait. So I think what needs to be asked at this point, and I think on every conservative's mind, based upon what you've been hearing from us, and we're not worth our salt in anything unless we can create enough noise and create enough leverage and create enough evidence to go against the likes of Hunter Biden. And we're just at that point. We are at the point where we can start to talk about Hunter Biden, BGK, and what happened here in New Mexico. The question is, why hasn't Hunter Biden, why hasn't there been a raid on Hunter Biden? Why is he going on vacation at a very time when Mar-a-Lago is getting invaded? Makes no sense to me, makes no sense to you, based upon the evidence that we've seen very generous evidence that's been created all over the internet and the TikTok world and every social media that is out there is all providing this information directly to you and you can't make heads or tails of it. If you sit on your ass all day and you retweet and you do nothing but forward emails and if you're nothing more than a keyboard warrior and you're nothing more than knocking and walking, you're not doing enough at this point because there's way more horses on the other side. 
we've got to get more people involved in media. And I think there needs to be a consolidation of more conservative media. I don't mean more divisive. Oh, the latest blogger, oh, the latest guy is running on this. Oh, here's a comment, another show. Like how much crap can you listen to people pedal that is all the same? We've been doing it now more than 11 years here at the Rock of Talk. Oh, the Johnny come lately. He's the latest one to come in on his magic carpet. You go ahead and save everything. We've got to all be focused on making sure that we're not trying to find the next savior, that we're standing behind the guy who brought us literally to the promised land with this country and the economy right before COVID-19, right before the point he decided to trust Mr. Pottinger. And Dowd, I'm, I'm sure uh, the last couple of nights, even though you've been celebrating a little bit your 50th birthday, that's probably one of the top three guys on your mind as of late. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a new name, and uh, I need to go down that rabbit hole no matter how far it takes me because, as usual, you know, everybody's trying to make their own arguments, and there's a lot of kookiness out there. I'm trying to get to the core of it. But from what I've seen so far, this guy is uh, he's not, a, he's not a good guy. <laughs> he is not a good guy. So we're going to talk about uh, during our second hour uh, to kick things off is we're going to talk about in a very simple way just how the media is gaslighting you. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal, climate change. You heard, well, we found another body. Lake Mead is coming down. Colorado River, does anybody know where we are on the rights in terms of that? California, Nevada, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico. There's a reason why I said it's last. We're not just last there. We're also last on the, on the rights to that Colorado River. And they're creating this big kerfuffle over, well, the fact that you, 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 energy is going to go up, even water is going to go up. They cannot turn the screws on you enough at this point. And they're going to make you pay. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. I'll read your text, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And we return right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, com. Looks like we're having some... A uh, hard time uh, getting our stuff, uh, our music coming out. The brand new cord that was installed, uh, yeah, uh, no longer working, as it were. So I'm going to go ahead and refer uh, directly to my computer that is right here. 451, back in three. 455 here in the Kiva. Strumbella's, uh, by the way, great uh, band. Spirits from uh, a few years back, uh, one of my favorite songs. I, my kids love it, too. By the way, D. Dowd, uh, lots of texts uh, coming in. We appreciate that. Um, if you're upset, you know, you know, disenchanted with the Republican Party, and I feel, I feel for you here, okay? Because the Republicans are not realizing the opportunity that is squarely in front of them, and that is to leverage what happened to Donald Trump. What happened to Donald Trump? It, may, are the Republicans just bad at lawyering up? Is that is that the problem? <laughs> what what do we not have enough Republican attorneys? Uh, maybe guys who. They care too much about their own personal situations. I mean, we saw what happened to Alex Jones just a couple of weeks ago when his own attorneys basically just, you know, committed. Uh, I don't know how else to, to 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 phrase it, but just committed probably the you know Harry Carey on 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 uh, on Alex Jones. Hey, I do think there are people centrists conservatives, maybe softer conservatives like Mike Pence, or uh, okay. I, don't, I don't know what you call him at this point who are really just congenitally incapable of, of conceiving of corrupting institutions, you know, sacred institutions, the church, law enforcement, oh, the, the military. Oh, the belief, I got they, it. They're just so driven by their vision of virtue, and, and I, they're probably right. Mo, uh, it, 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 it's probably a vision I share, 
but they can't project into someone else's brain that they would bastardize and you know sacred institutions to use them for political power. It might be a case where Mike Pence's brain just can't be wrapped around the concept of again. Could the they left, be so good that the left they... uses every tool at they fight on. And we just I heard it today at the conference. Full spectrum dominance. They don't care. They weaponize everything. everything. And I think yep. the Mike Pence's of the world just don't get it. Great concept. Uh, John B. Wells has been using that for years. Full spectrum dominance. Dominate every element. New York, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and, of course, Zurich. Uh, you want to go ahead and hit them on all the locations. You want to hit them in every place. Money, politics, yep. the financial world. You want to do it on values. So you want to get yeah, every single thing. And, of course, remember the law, of course, of not letting any crisis uh, go to waste. I think that that's uh, equally important for all them, and that's what they leverage. And when the crisis fails, they double down on it. The gaslighting, I don't know what you call that, but there's got to be something when you gaslight and it fails and then you double double down on your gaslighting. I think it's called chutzpah in the Yiddish uh, <laughs> language, yes. Eddie, in regards to Trump looking for new lawyers, he needs to find a lawyer who specializes in criminal law in order for them to get a research warrant for Trump's residence. They need to get a show in criminal intent to the judge. So that's why they're not releasing the warrant, by the way. And only a criminal lawyer who specializes in criminal law can analyze how the attorney general and the judge signed off on the warrant to show criminal intent. Trump never needed a criminal lawyer before, and this is probably the first time he has had to hire one. This is why you don't get into politics, folks. Now, why do all these law-breaking turds in our government end up with high-paying consultant jobs after they get busted for having a uh, total lack of ethics and morals? The FBI should have got defunded back when they were implicated in the death of Martin Luther King. The latest uh, congresswoman to lose her life, by the way, was one of the heads of the Ethics Committee for the House. Uh, yes, folks, uh, she would have gotten a significant amount of power uh, with a Republican takeover come. Imagine if Trump had won the Capitol, White House, Smithsonian, and the cities across America would still be in flames with gasoline given to the peaceful protesters by members of the J6 committee and the Democratic Party, including Pelosi and Schumer, while the FBI and the DOJ act like Sergeant Schultz. I see nothing. I hear nothing. I know nothing. How many Janes and Ruths has the FBI arrested for trashing pro-life offices on Trump's lawyers? Excellent. Who can he trust since his attorneys are also stabbing him Excellent. in the back? I, I think, agree 100%. Yeah, I think that's the points that we're all making here. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. From the ABQ here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM. But we're all strange, and maybe we don't want to change. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got guns in my head and they won't Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Hour two coming at you from the ABQ here in the 505 Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, apping at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. And for a subscription less than 20 cents a day, rockoftalk.chat. We've uh, dowed 3,000 in studio and uh, a lot of people. I didn't get to everyone's text, so we want to make sure. I didn't do that yesterday either. So, you know, uh, I, I want to try and be as exclusive as I can. Um, I'm not a rude guy, but we have three hours to spend, and it's not a lot of time to spend an analysis on news of the day and setting everything up. And I really sort of got to thinking about everything. And I just don't think that calls are good anywhere within the first two hours of the show. I don't. And 
for you, those of you who have listened to Rush Limbaugh for a time, Rush never took calls until the third hour of the show. Like you hardly ever heard from Rush uh, and his callers. Okay. You heard directly from Rush on the conversations, on the pieces, moving point to point to point. You only have so much time. And if you get 12 minutes or 25 or 50 minutes in the car, like you got a certain number of topics and that's what you needed. So you can go, so you can explain, so you could think through things. And he made you victorious when you got to the water cooler. And apparently at Apple, they're going back to work. Wow, look, I guess they're going to work after all. Can't work from your phones forever. And uh, Dowd does not work from his phone. He works from behind that computer and very hard. Uh, Dowd, how are you? Uh, I'm well. I'm enjoying my first full day as a 50-year-old. There it is. Uh, fun, con- fun, fun conference talking about thermonuclear destruction. But I did look at all my swag. Look at all my swag. No more swag. My taxpayer-supported taxpayer swag. Yeah, we got we to gotta put that away. He's got his stoplights and uh, his uh, Betsy Ross and Gaston uh, <clears throat> flag behind him, as well as the great flag. You know, do you know that flag behind you, the George Washington flag? There. George Washington flag. 1775 that hung oh, a... It hung above his command post, uh, oh, okay. detailed. Yeah, that was the one that he had in 1775 as he, well, you know, the time when men were fighters. Now we got weaklings like Pence and all the rest of the turncoats uh, that are Boy, out there. You don't have uh, to be but, in your 20s to be a soy boy, apparently. Yeah, uh-huh. where, where did the word turncoats uh, come from? Dad, we'll look at that. Great show, Eddie. You and the Dow 3000 are the warriors for such time as this. Watch and see the power of the living God who has inspired you and Dowd to fight alongside us. Be yourselves and inspire. Appreciate that. That is, uh, that's the kind of uh, support that we need. We appreciate that. Uh, KKOB has conservative Dan Bongino on and then woke liberal Loke news guys right after Eddie telling us conservatives we don't know what we're talking about. Rocker Talk AM 1600 instead, people. That's very nice. Wow, that's very nice. The Ann Hash video was insane. She did not look like she was brain dead. Oh, we will get to that. Um, I want to play it from my phone, but I can't play it because I don't have this anyway uh, thing that's working. Uh, we lost Mike Pence. I have respect for Coy, but of all the mistakes he made, going into court without a lawyer was the worst. Thank you for making my point for me. I don't have to spend 10, 20 minutes on Coy Griffin going into a court of law who is not an officer of a court, who's already been, he's not convicted, um, but found guilty or something or other, uh, I guess, or I guess indicted. Would that be indictment is not the same as guilt, by the way, folks. It's very, I've never heard of this Quo Waranto writ, I guess, that the, they're from what, Taos and Santa Fe? They're not even his own constituents that he's going after him by saying, you don't, you can't demonstrate that you're a legitimate public official. And of course, these are not the people of Otero County. These are rich moon bats from, you know, Santa Fe and houses from what as i understand it but what, uh, what is that doubt explain a little bit more of that yeah That's there was a, a good a, description a, let me uh let me let me get it from the i think it was of all people the california attorney general uh put, posted a uh a good explanation of it quo waranto it, it goes back to way way back uh to you know the anglo-saxon uh, uh legal legal tradition as a special form of legal action it's one of these kind of rare instances when an individual can sort of step into the shoes of the state and act on behalf of the state. Uh, you've heard Eddie and I talk about the Ketam lawsuits trying to recover money. The other one is the writ of mandamus when you can uh, appeal to a court and force a member of the executive branch to do something that they shouldn't be doing, you know, like, I don't know, arrest bad people or whatever. Uh, special form of legal action, and this is actually from the California Attorney General, but it's, it's a good description, to resolve a dispute over whether a specific person has the legal right to hold the public office that he or she occupies it's used to test a person's legal right to hold that office not to evaluate their performance in office 
Uh, they may be this uh, Quoranto action may be brought to determine whether a public official satisfies a requirement that he or she resides in the district or whether a public official is uh, serving in two incompatible offices. Of course, in this case, it's uh, Coy Griffin was an insurrectionist. And, and of course, after the Civil War, you can't serve in public office uh, if you if you uh, acted in rebellion against the legitimate United States government, which, of course, Coy Griffin wasn't convicted of sedition or insurrection. In fact, none of these people, to my knowledge, have been convicted. They've all been convicted of you know trespassing or disturbing the peace or whatever. So um, if Coy Griffin just got a good lawyer and didn't say asinine things like, oh, judge, I'm sorry, I'm not really as prepared as I should be, maybe he could have had this thing tossed fairly quickly. You know, I, I got to tell you, if you were not prepared to go into court, oh. um, that would be the time to hire an attorney. Oh. And say, hey, we want to go ahead and uh, I guess you get a sort of a statement of delay or something, some sort of writ where you would be able to delay something. Sure. And then once they are say, oh, I just acquired a personal attorney and then the courts will have zero problem under the fairness uh, doctrine, basically allowing you the time that you need to prepare your case. Uh, but you have to have a legitimate reason and excuse. You also have to respond. You also have to, you know. I mean, for people who have been through courts before, you always want to be represented. You never want to show up and represent yourself. It never, it never works out. Okay. And you can't go because they hear a million sob stories and victimize yourself. Right. Uh, uh, you know, telling sob stories, crying, emotion, all of these things do not help you in any way, shape or form. So uh, there you go. I think that's enough to be said on that particular text. And I think we'll leave it at that. We don't have to cover the Coy Griffin stuff. I think that's fair. That, that, uh, that drama, if we covered that, that's all we ever would. Cause it just seems to go on and on and on. And well, on. I feel like I'm not, I'm going to lose my, uh, conservative credibility card. If I don't uh, take an entire hour and scream and, code, and whine <laughs> and, and cry about Coy Griffin. I'm like, I'm not going to do it because we've seen that, you know, some people who are totally and as close as his friend was a Democrat, and they're the people who are totally incapable of taking advice. If you're incapable of taking advice at any point, I can't be around you. Michelle Lujan Grisham is primary suspect number one of a person who cannot take advice. There's a reason why she has now rid herself of uh, now 27. I believe uh, Dowd's uh, got the body count. Believe, Let the yeah. bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. The bodies are hitting the floor all over her cabinet. Not to mention here in Albuquerque, our uh, murder count, uh, I think ABQ Raw has us at 107 or something like that. Here. So, And they're keeping track of everything in and out of the city. So uh, they're going to say that that's unfair. But honestly, since uh, the scanners continue to be scrambled, John Willoughby and various other people have done their very best to try and get us a scanner uh, here at the Kiva. Um, and I hope I'm not out of turn by saying that, but we have to call on every favor that we can of the people who are trying to just make the city of Albuquerque a better place. And I believe that Sean Willoughby and the, the, the back, the blue are there. But I mean, if, if you're a police officer, you know that I'm your friend, please bring me a police scanner. If the PIO and the POS uh, Medina can't actually bring me a police scanner. <laughs> you like what I did there, right? Dad? If they can't do that, uh, then I have nothing nice I can possibly say for you. And believe me, you want my backing. Uh, let's listen. This is uh, from a, um, and, and I'm kind of touching on a pun or a, a couple of different things here. So follow me if you would. This is uh, a pre rock of talk broadcast this afternoon text that came in. 
Eddie, I just got two new flags. I don't know what they are, but show them to me. Eddie, the following is a direct quote from APD POS Chief Medina. I put in the POS about a murderer at Coronado Park. It's all a joke to the chief and his officers. It's an astonishing response. Quote, unquote, the case was actually a big priority for the last several weeks. You know, like we joked about it. Like we get to the mayor of Coronado Park. We get, we got to get to the mayor of Coronado Park into custody. Said Albuquerque Police Department Chief Harold Medina, source KOB Channel 4. There was a reason if I was your mayor, I would have fired him for exactly crap like that. Do you ever find these people in your own sphere that are so incredibly overconfident and they say exactly what's on their mind and they don't know what they're talking about? That is, and I fit two of those descriptions, two out of three. I'm always thinking about how I come across on that. That third part, Harold Medina, ladies and gentlemen, is the problem with the city. If he's joking about what's happening at Coronado Park and they haven't shut it down and there was a murder back on June the 13th or June 12th, I looked at some of the uh, docs courtesy of my membership at ABQ Raw, um, which I got to caution. I'm not really sure if I'm getting my bang for my buck because uh, I've been banned from YouTube and uh, they do not host their own video. So I, I don't know what I'm paying for a Patreon account at ABQ Raw. I wish they hosted their own video on their own servers right. instead of using uh, YouTube to do it. Then I'd be able to actually see the stuff that I'm paying for as opposed to getting banned. And since I'm banned, I can't see it, but I digress. Harold Medina, Mayor Tim Keller, and the Albuquerque City Council with their woke ideology is the part of the problem. But it's not just the liberal members of the Albuquerque City Council. And let me digress for another moment here. There's a lot of things we can sort of peel apart the onion. And this is all coming down to values and culture, right? Where we're at. And then people who just don't give a crap anymore, like Trudy Jones. I mean, she is another POS of the ABQ. Her and her husband, John Henderson, okay? And what they originally passed, which has now been revoked as of two nights ago, Dad, we didn't get a chance to go ahead and, and cover uh, any of this. And I think this is important for us to, to discuss now. I think they, at some point, for some reason, I'm just going to leave it at that. He was a commercial real estate broker. And obviously, you know, they dabble in commercial real estate itself. Probably could have benefited from having encampments in various parts of the city, right? You know, I think that that's fair assessment. We don't know if they did. There's no reason to insinuate that they would have done that. But we can say that maybe there's lots of relationships that they cultivated over this the year. But Here's their carrying card is, of course, the life issue. As Republicans, one of the things that we have separated ourselves uh, from the other side is on the very basis, do we believe in life, life at conception, life at 15 weeks, life to term, whatever it is. Take your pick. I don't care about the dates right now. What I do care about is that you care about preserving life at some point during that time. I mean, that's how far down we've gone. She decided to go ahead and vote with four other Democrats, even Democrat Louis Sanchez, who will never change his, uh, Louis, I'm, I'm taunting you here, who will never change his party affiliation, decided to go ahead and use your taxpayer money. And this came up again on Monday on a 5-4 vote to go ahead and fund abortions with your taxpayer dollars in the city of Albuquerque. That is your longest serving, I believe, Dowd, I'm saying Trudy Jones. She's going out in retirement. Thank God. Okay. She's creating a, a Northeast Heights Republican, no less. 
decided to fund abortions with taxpayer money and vote with the very likes of, I don't know, uh, it, it named the Democrats on there. There's Pat Davis and uh, the other guy, the downtown uh, architect, and decided to fund it. So anyway, we've got more uh, text to get to. I didn't want to get to the Coronado Park uh, stuff just yet because then it just opens up a whole situation with a bunch of, uh, by the way, Dad, we're getting lots of publicity on my interview. Speaking of You're Breaking everywhere. Bad, yeah, I, what I think E Entertainment Television, <laughs> and he's been everywhere. E Entertainment, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like uh, one of the, I think it was either the Hollywood Reporter, or Daily Variety, oh, one of the wow. trades in Southern wow. California. Look yeah. at that, and he's been everywhere. Yes, yes, I've been everywhere. Oh, and his yeah. jackass for uh, the, the AV club. TMZ, TMZ. TM, he's been on TMZ. Uh, this uh, this punk bum, 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 zilch named Matt. I forget what his last name is. K K something. He said, "Oh, Republicans have finally reacted." to the bronze statues of Breaking Bad going oh, finally. on. Eddie talked about this the weeks ago when this thing popped up, this this, this stupid... The day I, of. I know you're sitting, you're a blue-check uh, Twitter journalist, okay? I know you have no connection to reality, and you just hate anything associated with Donald Trump and a conservative talk show host in Albuquerque. You just automatically hate him. Uh, do a little damn research, pal. Uh, it's available online. Eddie was talking about this weeks ago, weeks ago. He didn't wait and get and finally get around to it. I just... I'm not picking up standing up for Eddie because nobody needs to stand up for Eddie. Eddie can stand up for himself. I just hate lazy journalism. And so when in that phrase, Eddie, when he when he wrote, finally, conservatives are finally getting around. What an idiot. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. The, the news media is that. Well, these are great flags. Liz Cheney being airlifted for Wyoming, D.C. Okay, very quickly. I don't want to sit here and spike the football. I don't know that we need to at this point. But Donald Trump has defeated uh, Liz Cheney. You don't even know who ran against Liz Cheney, but you know she lost. And you know that she was going up against Donald Trump. Okay. And uh, the, the quick and dirty uh, on this, back to the federal news, okay? <sighs> Esquire put out um, an article, and they would be right to do this. And I like this. The enemy of my enemy is still my enemy, and Liz Cheney still has no friend to the left, okay? Pick a side. Stand up for the values that you expound or that you pretend to ex have, have stood up for and expound upon, okay, during your term. Liz Cheney got her ass handed to her last night by 37 points. It was over before it began. It was a foregone conclusion. For the right, this is a woman who voted to impeach Donald Trump. On top of that, she decided to go ahead and go with the likes of Adam Schiff, who will be down in Las Cruces, and uh, with the rest of the cohorts who have decided uh, Jamie Raskin is down there. Oh my God. He's, he's the worst. He is he, uh, yeah. the guys that I hate the most in Congress. If I were, and I was, I was thinking about this. Like if I, this is last year, I was thinking about going to Congress. Like the first guy I'm going to give a piece of my mind to is Jamie Raskin. It was like, he wouldn't know what to do with me. So Liz Cheney, after all this has essentially declared for president already. Okay. And this is, this is what you get from the son of, uh, uh, or the daughter of, of a man who ran Halliburton, was one of the most corrupt individuals in the history of this country, head of the Department of War, the War Department, my uh, War Department, War Department. Uh, I remember my, my tata used to always say to my nana, he'd, he'd refer to her. You know, you had a, you had a reference uh, for your dad referring to your mom as? Uh, Thunder Lizard. Thunder Lizard. My tata referred to my nana as the War Department. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty yeah, good yeah. for a man who was uh, part of the well, 7th Army and, and served, you know, uh, distinguished, uh, by the way, uh, getting shot twice and uh, coming back. Uh, Liz Cheney forming, in addition 
to her declaration for presidency, a new anti-Trump group. Oh. So the uh, the Lincoln uh, uh, project uh, has continued with the likes now of the very well-heeled, well She compared herself to Lincoln last night. Did she really? Yes. Oh, wow, what a surprise. Uh, the great uh, and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of mm. all. She's lining herself up for the presidency. Folks. She uh, really is. Um, she's the new, she is the Karen Bedoni of the United States. <laughs> yes, yes. You come in third place in the third congressional district and you decide to run, you <laughs> decide to run for governor. Or failing upward, I believe, somewhere. <laughs> How stupid can these people be? Like the definition of insolent, uh, number one, uh, Liz Cheney. Number two, Karen Bedoni. Uh, Representative Liz Cheney said, when she out of office, that would be January 1, is that correct? Uh, that she is contemplating a 2024 presidential bid as part of her state of mission to try to block former President Donald Trump from ever winning the White House again. It's something that I'm thinking about. Can you imagine if your life was dedicated to preventing other people from getting into office? Karen Bedoni's whole, you know, raison d'etre is to prevent Mark Ronchetti from getting to the governor's mansion, right? I think you can kind of whole say, say that at this full, full stop in Kamala Harris terms. Miss Cheney said on NBC that she is focused on moving the Republican Party back to a place where we're embracing the values and the principles from which it was founded. Hmm. This, uh... Sounds remarkably similar. Oh, Dowd, you know who I'm my favorite guy to bash. The man we mentioned yesterday who's getting written up on the cover of the Rolling Stone, Elon Musk. Self-professed centrist, this just coming out today, speaks at MAGA donor event. You know Liz Cheney? I don't know if you know this, but uh, she did a lot of speaking on behalf of Donald Trump for a little while. She did a lot of helping uh, while she could, right? This is what's called controlled opposition. You see it in all the political parties, okay? Uh, it's the same guy that we're talking about, Pottinger, right? The guys that are, oh, yeah, he's my buddy. He's my pal. He's right next to me. I've dealt with this. Uh, I, could, I could literally name names if I wanted to of the filth that I've had to have been associated with, the people who are constantly selling me out to the other side. And they, they cannot figure out how the, how the heck that I kept them that close for this long. And they're like, well... We've got to out him on this. We got to out. We got to out Trump on this, and then they don't figure out. It's like he knew all along that you were a turncoat from the very beginning. That's why he never let you get too close. Never let you know too much. This is exactly what's happening. Tesla billionaire and Twitter non-purchaser Elon Musk spoke at Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's GOP retreat in Wyoming last night for a no press fireside chat. Musk was waffled on his political leanings in the past, but the billionaire has recently taken a turn towards camaraderie with Republican politicians. There's two things that Republicans need to do a better job of. One, lowering up as we have uh, lawyering, lawyering up. Gotta go get your uh, license plate over at the candy lady. Lawyer up. And two, choosing better friends with money. Don't choose the money and then think that you get the friendship. This guy is going to want to go ahead and get paid. You got to pay the piper. And as long as Elon Musk and his latest uh, prancing around Twitter led him into a little bit of a kerfuffle overnight where he stated that he was going to buy Manchester United. Well, the Brits, you can't fool them. They're, they don't like that. They don't like much of the foreign ownership. They already have foreign ownership already. Same people own the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers own Manchester United. 
Bus Twitter account became a hub for far-right reactionaries looking to influence the new owner of the platform. He also announced in June that he had voted Republican for the first time in his life, backing Representative Myra Flores, who has posted about QAnon. Guilt by association. Now, we talked about the first hour FBI. What do we know about FBI people? What do we know about Struck Page? What do we know about... They're always double. What do we know about the people who helped you? The, the truth about J6, you can go ahead and see it uh, at uh, Epic Times. Please, please, please watch it. Join Epic Times just to watch that. Watch Joshua Phillips' film. Please do yourself a favor and do that. They're double agents. You never know who they are working for. People with money, are they to be trusted? They can't trust anybody. Do you think you could be able to trust them? They know that from the very beginning that you won't trust them. So they have to go ahead and throw their money behind. It said that he voted. He's the richest guy in the world. I went to try and find it. I don't know if Dowd can. Did Elon Musk put his money where his mouth is? To my knowledge, I can't find who he put his money into to help get them elected. It's one thing to say that you're in support of somebody. It's an entirely different thing to throw a fundraiser, give the uh, candidate movement some money. His own Twitter is the biggest sign he's unfit to steer the ship, according to MediaMatters.org, an organization which uh, Dowd has researched many times. The people over at Twitter have a lot of money. They don't trust him. Why do Republicans trust him? This whole entire thing was a complete and total gaslighting for nothing more than public press, public relationships, in order to do exactly what he's doing, divesting himself of $7.7 billion. Why? Well, between legal funds and uh, enriching his his own uh, pockets at this point, there's nothing to trust Elon Musk for. And in fact, if you look at what he made his money on, it's anything but a Republican ideal. He is the enemy, in my opinion, of oil and gas. I'd be, uh, if you disagreed with me on that, I'd question your ability to understand what's really happening when it comes to oil and gas and newfound energy. Why was he there last night? Because the Republicans can't find anybody else with money to go ahead and get, and, and get behind right now. Everyone's sitting on the fence. And until we realize that we're all together, people are, are, it's why our candidates right now in the first congressional district have next to no dollars. And the third congressional district, $27,000. It's why Vet Harrell's having to fight for her life down in the second congressional district, right from where we broadcast. Folks, you have to support these people, not just, not just by walking and talking, but also with your money. I wish I could do more, but I've said my, my piece and I've been moving forward. And we're in a very dangerous position economically. You have to have people who are dedicated to the market. Let me ask you, why do people buy a Tesla? You would immediately answer, oh, because it's great on gas and it saves them money. Oh, how about the uh, tax write-off? How about the amount of money you get back from the government on your taxes? When you file those taxes and you you bought a Tesla, Well, you get a heck of a lot of money back for buying that Tesla. 
It's a rigged game, ladies and gentlemen. You know this. They're buying it with your tax dollars. It's akin to why does anybody make uh, films in the state of New Mexico? Because you get money back. Because it's not as expensive as the sticker price may have, uh, have shown you. And we're in an inflationary time. It's unbelievable. Because right now, as far as inflation goes, yeah, just this morning, England announced 10.1% inflation. No one's talking about it. They don't want you to talk about inflation. The Fed just already motioned today that there's going to be another half point to three quarter point increase because inflation hasn't cooled enough. They can't keep the lid on it. And there's this sort of seesaw teeter totter thing that's going on between hey, do we want Democrats to go ahead and win the election? We can get the economy so hot and keep the market just high enough to get a crash going from 23 and 24 for the presidential election. And they're going to keep going. They're going to, it, Wall Street is square on the side of the Democrats at this point. The only one who's actually uh, uh, telling the truth is, is Fink, who's, who's claiming that there's going to be a 15% drop in house prices by the end of this year. And there's going to be an additional loss of nearly 20 to 30% in 2023 in the stock market. I don't know that anybody else is actually talking about that. I don't know anybody's willing to commit to that type of, of, of negativity going into the entire. In fact, when you look at the overall economy and what's been happening, the Republican Party's telling you, well, inflation's going up. Things are becoming more expensive and businesses have shut down. How is it that anything can be going up at this time? They issued this today. The Mexico Restaurant Association issued a new uh, media release detailing a 20% closure rate of New Mexico restaurants following Michelle Lujan Grisham's statewide economic shutdowns. That's two and a half years. That's old news. We've told you that it's already happened. Everything is closing everywhere and people can't pay for what they have. How is the economy, if Main Street is failing, how is Wall Street succeeding? Because it's story time. Because the politicians are lining their pockets and it includes, it includes the Republicans who were in Wyoming last night. It's a game that they're running on you, and it's a con game, confidence game. That's what, which is exactly what con is all about. And the con is they want you to have confidence in the economy. They want you to have confidence in what has happened up until this point. And you know that we're already in a recession. And McCarthy is there picking up money from Elon Musk. Why else would Elon Musk be there in Wyoming at this time for a seat at the table? Because he understands that the Republicans are going to win the Congress and they're going to have for the next uh, two years the legislative gavel. Why can't people understand this? How do you not see this? How bad is inflation? Well, it's not that bad because you still got people who are addicted. Addicted to what? Marijuana. Yes, it's addictive. It's been proven. Read all about it. Berenson writes about it. Oh, it's not a failing economy. Things are getting better. Don't you know? Look, things are getting better and better. They can't. The latest to resign, latest cabinet lady resigning last week was the head of the cannabis uh, advocacy group, Dowd. Yes. Uh, what, what's the regulation what's her name? and licensing department? Yeah, what is her name? Mm-hmm. She just abruptly left after this past month. The marijuana market topped 40 million in sales, continuing to climb month after month. They're celebrating this. The con game continues. 
I don't know. I can't pay my bills, but I can sure as hell avoid, uh, sure as hell can afford that cannabis. The Cannabis Control Division, New Mexico's legal marijuana market, hit an all-time high in July. They're bragging about this. No doubt Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to make this a central and focal part. And this is why it was so important for so many Republicans not to join in and line their pockets. Remember when I prevented Mark Moores when he was running for Congress for voting for legalizing it? Yeah. I don't know. He didn't flip-flop. He just didn't vote. Oh, that's right. that's right. He just decided to opt out. Oh, I'm not for this. I'm not saying on top of this. After two and a half years of him doing everything he possibly could to take it to past the finish line, I should say, to get it legalized and regulated. Well, if we tax it and regulate it, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm involved in all that. He was also the very same guy that was involved in all the testing. He got a, a significant amount of money, I believe somewhere above a million bucks as a Republican. That's not a Republican. And now we're finding out that this entire thing, right, top to bottom for the COVID is a sham. From the testing to the maxing, masking to the vaccine, top to bottom is a complete and total sham. And everyone got to what? Line their pockets. Marijuana thing is no different. Hey, you want to know why people hate me so much? <laughs> because of all of that last 30, 30 minutes of talk radio right there. Dowd, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, interrupt. It, I, uh, it, when we come back, if, if you want me to uh, kick out a couple of facts about Elon's political giving, I have all 202 records at the Federal Election Commission website about who Elon has given money to. Uh, will we be happy? We will find out uh, when we return. We appreciate everybody, as always, uh, tuning in right here into the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, com. Are we all caught up on all your articles, uh, Dow? Uh, one came out today, actually. So uh, if we get it we, you know, today or tomorrow, if we get a chance to, to talk about it. And it has to do with your constitutional right to free speech, which local governments in New Mexico don't care about, folks. Ah, uh, of course they don't. Back after a quick break, 536. Back in four on AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, talk.com Thanks for all of you who are listening from across the country. Got a new little audience there with the people who are listening by way of uh, TMZ and E Online, all the rest of that stuff as well. Thanks for listening. Back and forth. Say the same brand name, you're a fine girl, you're a fine girl. What a good 
543. I love that. Uh, looking glass, Randy. Just just wanted to play it. Just, just I think it was me. number two when I was born, actually. Really? Number two? Yeah. Is a, oh, you always have those. Well, number one on this bay back <laughs> in 19... 19- 83. You've had the you you've got the best Casey voice I've ever heard. Go ahead. <laughs> Kids, here in the Kiva, we're counting down to number one. And of course, in keeping with his personality and his lifestyle, number one was Alone Again Naturally on the day D. Dowd Muska was born. <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> Hello. All right. What's Elon uh what's he uh uh <laughs> Where's he sending that money? All right, we to? don't have time. He has 202 contributions. In how, the about last just, 20 years. how about some highlights? Uh, we're going to do some highlights. He started giving to Republicans in 20, 2003, uh, including Bush and Cheney. So that alone, we should we should oppose him. Uh, but then he very quickly veered off into Republicans. John Kerry, uh, Barbara Mikulski. She was wow. a Democrat senator from Maryland. I sat across from her at the Sunport one time. She was she was out at Los Alamos and she was flying back to to Maryland. Did she smell like sulfur? No, she was stuffing her face. She was a oh, pudgy yeah. little woman. And she was stuffing her face with something they got, uh, you know, gas station sushi or something. <laughs> and she looked at all her aides and she said, does anybody else want any more cheese? Jane Harmon, uh, a congresswoman who was married to a billionaire. Uh, Jane Harmon, one of the worst people who's ever lived. Don't get me started on Jane Harmon. Die-Fi, Diane Feinstein. Oh, yeah. Uh, Debbie Stabenow. Uh, uh, an absolutely evil big woman. Oh, gun grabber, big time. Oh, big she's gun, the worst. Um, of course, she took over as mayor when Harvey Milk and the mayor were gunned down in the 70s in oh, San Francisco. Sad, uh, Debbie Stabenow, uh, I believe Michigan, yep. uh, and she was taken Stabenow, on years Senator ago by a Republican Stabenow. who ran that ad where the Chinese girl came in and called herself, called the, the, the incumbent Debbie Spend It Now. Uh, our, our country grows strong, but Debbie Spend It Now. Your country go weak. Uh, that was... Um, wasn't received well by our, our liberal friends, that particular ad. Uh, let's see, who else? Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. Uh, up through 2007, he was giving money to them, more to Jane Harmon. Uh, Bill Richardson for president. Uh, he gave $2,300. That was, that was, that was How much? That he never got back. $2,300. Wow. Uh, Mark Pryor, he was a, a Democrat. Big, big, big surprise there. Jared Polis. Current governor of, of uh, Colorado, yeah, big yeah. liberal Democrat. I big don't know why. Liberal. Reason Magazine thinks he's a libertarian. I don't know what. They're, they've lost their damn minds at Reason Mag- Magazine. Uh, Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson, one of two congressmen, members of Congress, who uh, taxed you, ladies and gentlemen, $1 billion to take a junket into space. Of course, the other being Republican Jake Garn. Uh, they had the best junkets in congressional history. They actually went to space. Uh, in 2008, uh, Elon gave $4,600 to Hillary Clinton for president. Hillary Clinton. Any Trump donations? Trump donations. Uh, Barbara Boxer pops Um, up again. Wow. Uh, Byron Dorgan uh, pops up again. uh, Rush used to call him Helmethead Dorgan. Uh, Friends of Harry Reid, one of the most corrupt people uh, to ever serve in Congress. Back to uh, Barbara Mikulski. Back to... Uh, let's see, uh, Jane Harmon again. What uh, year are we Pat in? Pat Leahy. What year are we in? We're up to 2010 now. Wow. Uh, Pat Leahy, Leaky Leahy, as, as El Rushbo used to call him. A lot of Democrats here. Let's see. Oh, Mark Warner from Virginia. He's Uh-oh. a senator. Uh, remember Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz, yep, as, as Rush too. used to call her? He, oh, gave, yeah. he gave money to her. Uh, Adam Schiff for Congress. What a what a surprise. Oh, Steny Hoyer, the uh, the first man. Steiny. Steiny. Uh, I believe it is the first man other than uh, Paul Gessing to die of Dutch Elm disease. 
Uh, he's a <laughs> he's a Maryland uh, representative. Let's see. Uh, Bennett, I think, isn't Bennett, was Bennett a Republican in Colorado or not? I, I Let off some steam. Uh, Bennett. Scott Brown, notorious rhino. Mm. Uh, more to Ben Nelson. We're going to get uh, a little more current now. We're taking it up to uh, 2012. Okay. Where else are we going? Uh, let's see. Kevin McCarthy, Republican. Uh, oh. He's, He's in the aerospace valley. I want to so know. Obviously. Okay, so I want to know the same year that he gave to McCarthy in 2012. What liberals did he give to, and did he give to any other Republican? This is the start of controlled okay. op study. Right, right around the same time that he gave his first donation to McCarthy. Okay, he gave money to Chaka Fata, a radical. What is that? Is that is that a some sort of disease from, from Pennsylvania? Chaka Fata. Uh, back to Debbie. Debbie, spend it now. Obama for America. He gave five thousand dollars to Done. Obama. Fast forward to 2018, America. please. Oh, the Democratic National Committee, $30,800 one-time donation right around the time. Oh, he spread it around to Marco Rubio. He liked Marco Rubio. That's very interesting. Jimmy mm. liked his ears. He could, thought he could fly. It was uh, part of his new way to year, get to space. Uh, the big the year. Uh, I'm sorry, Cory Booker. Uh, remember Spartacus, Cory Booker? Uh, what up, Cory? <laughs> that's right. He was dating uh, that beautiful, what's her name? Rosario Dawson, but not no, he was? no longer. Uh, a lot of people think that wasn't. She was great in, uh, what was it, uh, seven uh, some, something, two pounds or uh, something. Seven pounds, seven ounces. I don't know. What I, did, I remember her in Alexander, that horrible Oliver Stone movie where you got to see her. Um, a lot of Rosario Dawson in that film. Uh, okay, who else? Uh, well, he, he definitely gave to Kevin McCarthy Kevin McCarthy over the years. Uh, DiFi back in 2017, lots of donations. Oh, the Democratic Victory Fund, 2500 to the Democratic Victory fund in 2017 oh dc the d triple c that's the democratic congressional campaign uh committee chris coons one of the worst members of the senate he's a democrat mm, yeah. from delaware a uh, jean shaheen she's a democrat from new hampshire new hampshire and then right around that time we're talking mm, late 2020 he starts giving to republicans win red pack uh thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars uh, Tom Tillis, Republican uh, senator, Republican National Committee. He gave a dollar and twenty five cents to. That was that was good. Uh, and then a, a buck bunch, twenty, like an actual dollar twenty five. Actual dollar twenty five, and then a few more higher uh, donations for you know the world's richest man. So Elon has. I think if you added this all up, Eddie, I think there'd be a lot more Democrats than Republicans over the years. Uh, well, you, you can't even say Republicans. He hasn't given to Republicans other than McCarthy and Rubio yeah. uh, during that entire time up until twenty twenty. And then uh, I think doing a buck 25 uh, isn't nothing. So why are Republicans so into Elon Musk? And if you are a Republican, you own a Tesla. Do you own a Tesla and you're a Democrat or are you actually a Republican just because you've registered Republican? I'd say you're a Democrat through and through. Um, this is guy it needs to be actually just completely and totally killed off from the Republican Party. Uh, any association with him, as we know that McCarthy might indeed be controlled op controlled opposition uh, at this Mary point. Landrew and Patty Murray, two really loathsome United States senators, mm. Democrats. Uh, he's, okay. he's, uh, yeah, it's just a newfound commitment to Republicanism uh, for, for Elon. Uh, will it last? <laughs> it will not. Uh, let me go. 550, 5500. Uh, my wife was named after that song. More beautiful, though, than the actual Brandy. Uh, Republicans like Musk because they think he will fight where each of us should be. Your money point nailed it. It's like the Republican Party of Bernalillo County. The chair and the second chair are money people. They were put in power because they had money. What a mistake. All they have done is run after the event of an average of four-figure loss all year. With that, con, with that con leadership, no one wants to invest in the Republican Party or any more of the candidates. And that's it. I mean, you know, really the red blood, red meat Republicans, um, if you will, you know, it's blood, sweat, and tears uh, that are out there. And, uh, you know, we certainly represent that. 
Elon Musk is a fraud by Greg Reese. Uh, this coming uh, D-Dowd Musk uh, from, oh, uh, let's see where we got. I, I can, here's some complimentary intel on Elon Musk. Uh, I don't know if I could play it. So I have to, thanks, Brian, for that. I appreciate that. Uh, <clears throat> Democrats, the LGBT community, the MAP community. I think tonight there's a uh, United game. Do you want to go see uh, which one of the 32 flags? A great game. It's actually much higher scoring than the actual United game itself is to keep track of all 32 of the LGBTQ flags that are out there. I only okay. go to United Games uh, during, <laughs> during Pride Week, uh, or Pride Month, I'm sorry, or Pride Year. <laughs> Which is all the time. Um, are all their core effectively death cultists and that they don't like humanity, they don't like you, and they don't like me. The psychosis runs so deep that they can't get it out of their own way. Any kind of freedom or justice is a good thing. Finally, a candidate rhinos can get behind. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you Liz Cheney. Uh, Cheney's announced she is running for president 2024. Yeah. So, uh, I think between now and election day, 2024, uh, Liz Cheney might raise $13. <clears throat> She's done. She got her ass kicked, uh, to the tune of, uh, 37 points. Can we leave that there? I think we can leave that there. Um, Democrats in the state are bragging about a revenue explosion. Uh, this would be at the point now uh, you should go ahead and I'm sorry to ask you to do this. I know your internet browser doesn't go where the Eddie might ask, but please point it towards Joe Monahan this morning. Uh, he couldn't hide from the news. Uh, no, he probably had to go see something. The Albuquerque Journal uh, writing up uh, today that the revenue explosion continues. Lawmakers will have projected a $2.5 billion in new money during the budget year that starts July 2023, according to the new estimates released Wednesday. No doubt Michelle Lujan Grisham will be using this to try to bury our candidate, Mark Ronchetti. By legislative and executive economists during the LFC meeting in Chama. I hear they have no water in Chama. That's in addition to a projected budget surplus of $3.8 billion for the current fiscal year and about $2.6 billion set to flow into a state childhood trust fund. Jorge Munoz, a Democrat from Gallup, friend of Republicans, called a revenue a bonanza, a once-in-a-century opportunity. Oh, here we go. God. Moonshot, uh, once-in-a-century. Boy, this is a guy who's pulling for Michelle Lujan Grisham. He shouldn't be. He's got friends in uh, the Ron Ketty camp, uh, which uh, is interesting. Cycles of spending growth followed by cults that have been common over the last decade. You can change the complete path of the state, said Munoz, who said an overhaul of the state's tax code and financial relief for state residents is among the possible ways legislators could utilize the mountain of revenue. New Mexico's employment levels have grown steadily, according to the journal, since plunging during the early stages of the COVID, but states 4.99%. 4.9% unemployment rate for June. Here we go. Here we go. Was the nation's highest. What they're going to say about that is that the unemployment rate has never been lower in the state of New Mexico. That's what they're going to say, right? The state is still about 10,000 jobs short of reaching its total workforce of 861,200 residents in March of 2020. That's the reality, folks. That should be the reality, at least. If you want the continued downfall of this state, especially in the private sector, elect a Democrat, okay? There are going to be some Republicans who are also going to follow suit, folks. 
But by and large, Democrats just don't understand something they call economics, or maybe the way that they would uh, pronounce it, economics. <laughs> That's just letting you know that they don't understand what it is. They also don't know what inflation is, uh, folks. Yes, uh, that would be true. They don't know the first thing about inflation. And um, Dowd, I'm sorry, I've been waiting on this, I think maybe a little bit too long for the two of us. <clears throat> Seattle Progressive, Pramila Jadpal thinks inflation is like a theoretical word that economists use. This is funny. This featured actually on Fox and uh, very funny. To lead to a reduction in overall inflation, but most importantly, to the budget that people have every single day. Inflation is like a theoretical word that economists use, but what families feel every day is the up or down of costs. Oh, that's not probably going <laughs> to. Theoretical. It's all theoretical, Dowd. Let's just understand. Uh, here's, uh, here's, here's the... Pramila Jepal, inflation like a theoretical words that economists use. What about the uh, families that couldn't, can't afford groceries, according to Caleb Heimlich? How out of touch are Washington Democrats? The perception of inflation will be colored by the fact that we are starting from an elevated point of price spectrum. Prices will never, ever be as low as they were just 14 months ago. Meanwhile, wages have gone up, but not nearly as fast enough to keep pace. And... Most importantly, productivity has actually dropped at a time that we have been, and this goes right back to the number of people who are unemployed, at a time where we have never had not more money that's circulating through the economy, but also at the very same time that unemployment has ever been this low. Something is wrong. It's all a con game and they're not telling you about it. 550, 50, 500, that's 550. 5,500. We'll get to Dowd's right up in hour three. You and me and the Dowd will make three here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. A little Ventura Highway. Maybe the only good thing that exists in California anymore. Thanks for listening. And as always, download the app at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. Tell me how long you gonna stay here, Joe. Some people say this town don't look good in snow. You don't care, I know. Venture a highway.
great song. 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for the third hour. I'm Eddie Uragon, The Rock of Talk, AM 1600, FM. Good show so far. Two hours in the books and one on the way. And as always, in the third hour, I'd like to start with a little bit of uh, Dowd's data dump, which uh, today will include for the very busy Dowd, his write-up for today, which you can find exclusively at rockoftalk.chat. The uh, young, uh, what do you call it, someone who's half century i know that with the 250 years has a years there's there's an actual semi-centenarian maybe semi-centenarian. <laughs> like i like that, that. that's uh, actually work you're semi semi so i don't like the semi-sweet chocolates though i will tell you that i'm a big dark chocolate guy those semi-sweet oh. chocolates never did it for me but uh and i would always go you got to go with a is it cacao 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 <laughs> 80% or more in order 80 80 90% after 90 90% it's just mud there's a little bit of mud in your ID, Dad. How are you? I'm well and ready for the data dump, Eddie, because yesterday we did a little bit of uh, indulgence. Yeah, we did. Uh, we uh, were, uh, very indulgent, so, I would say that. It was t- speaking of chocolate, we were a little too indulgent yesterday. So we're going to get caught up on, on some of the stats. And as Wait. usual, it's uh, uh, an odd mix. I've got some uh, national economic stats. I've got okay. some foreign stats. And then I've got one stat about a metro region in our neighbor, Texas, that is going Ooh. to blow your mind. Class is in session, folks. Hope you have your pens, your papers, and uh, your school books because we're going to open up the notebooks and do Dowd's data dump. He just needs a musical intro to get this thing started. I think Baker Street's a good way to go, but uh, we'll uh, All right, launch uh, launch away, my dear friend. Okay, we'll start with the retail sales, okay? Mm. Nominal retail sales, and then we're going to give you adjusted for inflation because, again, there's... You see these headlines, uh, somebody, the, the desk readers who just sit in front of a camera and read things at the desk who, who can't give you any context or any larger picture of words, what's going on. Words. Um, this is from the American Institute for Economic Research, people who do great, great work. Total nominal retail sales and food services spending were unchanged in July following a 0.8% increase in June. From a year ago, retail sales are up 10.3% and remain above the pre-pandemic trend. However, here's the context. These data are not adjusted for price changes. And if you've been alive in America the last year or so, you know that prices have changed quite a lot. In real Thanks. terms, <laughs> in real terms, adjusting for inflation. I know there's a, a dipstick out in Seattle who thinks inflation is theoretical, but for most of, it's, of us, it's, it's real. Amila. Uh, uh, real total retail sales were roughly unchanged in July following a 0.5% decrease in June and a 0.6% decline in may so again that gives you the broader picture and the happy people you know happy days are here again they're, they're doing everything they can to boost the white house and and skew these stats now so our interpretation here is you are feeling indeed poor despite the fact that nothing has changed so yep. the stories they're telling you is that things are becoming more expensive and just along uh, the the lines of what uh joe biden just told you there is no recession in fact it's been flat that's exactly what he said. He literally said there's been no recession and no inflation. He literally came out and said that. I've got the words. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. And so that's the reality of, of retail sales. You probably heard good news on industrial production. This is, again, AIER, American Institute for Economic Research, not some idiot fake journalists trying to help the Biden administration. And this is pretty good news for those of us who love our, our big industry in America, so things like manufacturing and mining and energy mm. product production. A total industrial production increased 0.6% in July after being unchanged. Okay. In June, our industrial production is up 3.9% uh, and uh, stands at an all-time high, which is very, very, very good just over the last past uh, year, which means you know real Americans are doing real work. Very, very good. 
Here's a stat, not so good. Uh, again, the Institute uh, supplies some, some context, some numbers on housing starts. They fell to a 1.446 million annualized rate in July from a 1.599 million pace in June. That is a 9.6% drop from a year ago. Mm. Total housing starts are down 8.1%. And I believe a, a, someone who knows something about real estate says mm. that retail follows rooftops. So if you have mm -hmm. fewer rooftops, maybe that or bodes uh, not great results down the road for, for retail. Well, remember, it's no longer sticks and bricks in retail. Uh, it is, uh, it's no longer storefronts. It's, uh, you know, e-commerce fronts, and it's been like that for some time. If you don't mind me jumping in real quick just to verify what we have exactly said on Dowd's data dump is that he did say that there was zero inflation. Take a listen to this, uh, folks. This is Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July, 0%. Here's what that means. While the price of some things go up, oh my God. went up last month, the price of other things went down by the same amount. This is literally like having a kindergartner <laughs> like tell you, explain economics to you. The result, zero inflation last month, but people are still hurting, but zero inflation last month. He repeated it three times, by the way. He was so happy with himself. Economists look at a measure of inflation that ignores food and energy prices, and they call it core, core inflation. Core. That's about the lowest amount in several years. That, that's about. I'm not really sure, but I think it is. And I, I don't know what core inflation is either, but apparently on the teleprompter, that's what it's selling. Doubt going into I, the I just love that concept of core inflation. Um, you know, let's go a couple months without consuming energy or buy food. And, and and you can you 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 can adjust your household budget to core inflation, Un unbelievable. Uh, and a great again, I didn't mean to do this, but it, it, it's the American Institute for Economic Research. On Wednesday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released the Consumer Price Index. Rose at a uh, rose at a it, it was a year over year change of eight point five percent. That was down from the year over year change in June of nine point one percent. But the Biden administration chose to seize upon the change between those two months and refer to it as zero um, because we have a blithering idiot uh, in the White House and his finger is on the nuclear trigger. That that uh, that should terrify you. It's just something that's been in my mind recently in light of the convention this week in Albuquerque. All right, so we did uh, housing starts and industrial output and uh, retail sales. Going to move on to something that really uh, will greatly uh, affect New Mexico in, in a lot of ways, not just as consumers, but as producers. Uh, we have a lot of natural gas here, primarily down in the southeast and then the northwest sections of the state. But don't forget that Tucumcari Basin. Before I die, I'm going to tap that Tucumcari Basin. We're going to get some natural gas production in, in Quay County. Wall Street Journal, this is from uh, yesterday. Get ready to bundle up the likelihood of, get ready to bundle up. The likelihood of sky-high heating bills is increasing by the day. U.S. natural gas prices have risen by more than 70% since the end of June. It's just the end of June, uh, including a 6% rise on Tuesday to push back north of $9 per million British thermal units. They haven't been so high this time since 2005. That was pre-fracking and around the time that Hurricane Katrina did so much to cause all the havoc uh, in the Gulf where a lot of our natural gas comes from. So, you know, it, as is always the case in, a, in an energy production state, if you're a consumer and the bills start spiking, it's hard for you. But of course, what matters in New Mexico is government money because they just want to spend it all. So that means more severance tax revenue coming into the roundhouse. And of course, they will attempt to spend every bit of it. Uh, Eddie mentioned earlier today, he jumped ahead of the line, the claim claim jumper on the 10% spike in inflation in the UK. Uh, 
uh, that was uh, probably not good news for my brother and uh, sister. That my, my sister and brother-in-law will be here soon. Um, we're going to go over to Germany too. Germany still, people think you know, old. That's old Europe. You know, Germany still has a very powerful economy. It's a big, big industrial production uh, nation. Investors are now more pessimistic about the German economy than they have been uh, at any time since the eurozone debt crisis more than a decade ago. A key gauge of investor expectations about Europe's largest economy has sunk to its lowest level since 2011. Uh, that's bad news for Germany. Here's something that's good news for Germany. They are postponing the closure of their last three nuclear power plants. Uh, you know, those kind of power plants like coal plants and nuclear plants, the baseload plants that you can count on and rely on as long as you're supplying uranium or coal to them. Uh, you, don't have to, you, have to, you don't have to turn them off at night because the, the sun goes down or turn them off because it's calm in the middle of summer when we need electricity the most for our air conditioning. I don't, I don't know what those, I don't know what I'm even referring to in terms of those power sources. So uh, Germany's making a good call to hold on to those nuclear power plants as we hear more and more about people chopping more and more wood in Europe to prepare for the winter. Good going, Greens. You got it. You had the, did you talk about the Google search there, Didad? No, I was talking about uh, nuclear power in Germany. Uh, the, the number one Google search is uh, for firewood. Th that's right. I, I read that the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. firewood. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, you're an old lady. Maybe your husband's passed on. You live in Central Europe somewhere, and you're firewood. You're, you're returning to your to your past. Uh, firewood. That's great. Uh, Russia's economy. This is kind of a complex situation, but. We know that the Ukrainian, and I believe, Eddie, we just on Twitter got attacked by a New Mexico liberal attacking us with a Ukrainian flag. So uh, we know what the liberals care about. They want oh, to put that Ukrainian do flag. Do tell, Dowd, uh, maybe um, a little bit later in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, our friend Van in, in, in Florida uh, tweeted out something and then someone referencing us and then somebody replied with, I just threw up a bit. So he doesn't like the rock of talk very much. But who cares about him? We'll move on. Uh, Russia. Russia's economy contracted in the second quarter. Hey, that's like America. Uh, the first full three months since the country's invasion of Ukraine, uh, it was a 4% year on year over the second quarter decline, but people were expecting, the people who claim to know about such things, a 5% decline. Russia continues to not collapse. The, the Putin regime continues to not collapse. Uh, there's not runaway inflation and people marching in the streets uh, while the rest of Globo Homo makes its war. Uh, we were supposed to economically crush them. We're crush them. Yeah, absolutely crush them. Except it turns out they have a lot of customers who aren't participating in boycotts, places like China and India. And those aren't, those are not very large countries. It's only, you know, over two, two, two billion people. Eh. Uh, and finally, finally, I'm going to give you a story that is uh, wonderful for this, this metro area that can claim success. I love stories. And, and disturbing for places like, say, New Mexico, which never seemed to come anywhere close to matching the kind of success that Houston has had. Houston has had record job growth in the first half of this year, the first six months of 2022, even surpassing numbers seen during the boom years in the early 1980s and the early wow. 2010s. Sugarland! You're going to, hey, I'm going to go see the Sugarland Space Cowboys play the uh, Las Vegas Aviators in a couple days. Over really? In, in Las Vegas. Oh, Sugarland, yeah. Sugarland. Houston created 85 thousand jobs in the first half of this year so that's what 170,000 on an annualized basis uh texas continues to really almost embarrass most of the rest of the country 85,000 new jobs net new jobs in the houston metro just in the last six months you know it's almost like we could learn something from texas and new mexico i what, what could we possibly learn like how to grow an economy maybe i, I don't know ah this is new mexico we don't believe in economic growth well just like New Mexico, we're just uh, stuck like glue over here. 
we're moving absolutely nowhere. Dow, another great data dump. We've got Dow's right up and maybe some news on Ivanka. And if we have some time and maybe a few phone calls, uh, if you like, or text, I'll get to those as well. We appreciate everybody tuning in right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, com. We hardly ever play country music, but I do love me some Sugarland. There's a little stuck like glue from a great band right from that little area. The, one of the fastest growing in the entire country. The fifth largest metro as well. Knows me better. No one can make me feel so good. How do we stay so long together? Everybody, everybody said we never would. And just when I Start to think they're right. The love is died. There you go, making my heart beat again. Heart beat again. Heart beat again. There you go, making me feel like a kid. Won't you do it and do it one time? There you go, pulling me right back in. Right back in. Right back in. And I know oh, I'm never letting this go. I'm stuck on you. Whoa, whoa, stuck like glue. You and me, baby, we're stuck like glue. Whoa, whoa, stuck like glue. You and me, baby, we're stuck like glue. Be cautious and still have fun. Come down to Slate Street Billiards and enjoy their 19 gold crown pool tables, nine projection screens, and 13 TVs. Don't forget about the 30 beers on tap, darts, and shuffleboard. Visit slatestreetbilliards.com and queue up the good times. Ready for some fun? Get down to Slate Street Billiards for their award winning wings, soups, nachos, burgers, and appetizer menu. Plus the best happy hour around with 30 beers on tap near Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Or visit slatestreetbilliards.com and queue up the good times. Hi, this is Clint, proud owner of Clint G. Bridges Mortgage serving New Mexico. For nearly 30 years with purchase loans, refinance loans, and also specializing in reverse mortgage loans. I will consider it a privilege to work for you. Many satisfied customers. If I open your loan, I will close your loan. Call 889-3545 for more info and to schedule a meeting. Clint G. Bridges Mortgage, 889-3545, NMLS number 174012. Clint G. Bridges Mortgage, 889-3545. Authentico. Taco Tote. Huge. Handmade tortillas. Fresh to order. Come into Taco Tote on Central, four blocks west of San Mateo. Enjoy your favorite salsas and let us know which are your favorite ones. Directions at hugetacos.com. BMC Tactical, your premier source of hard-to-get ammo, always well-stocked. BMC Tactical, also well-stocked with a large inventory of handguns and sporting rifles, new and used. Choose from BMC Tactical's large stock of knives. Shop bmctactical.com or call BMC Tactical, 877-5357. BMC Tactical's owner, Walter, assures a well-stocked shop with a knowledgeable, helpful staff. Call Romo, Ben, or Chris at BMC Tactical, 877-5357. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. Large lots, open spaces. Sabro Ranch, an equestrian-friendly community. This gated community features a four-acre space, including a community barn, and a riding arena. 
Presented by New Mexico's premier luxury homes, Jillian Homes. Marked and sold through Weikert Realtors. 505-405-2292. 505-405-2292. You deserve to live in Sabra Ranch. Sab- Eesh, ants and termites everywhere. iBugGuyOrganic.com. A residential and commercial exterminator everyone trusts. iBugGuyOrganic.com. 505-850-6550. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Benal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design... ...the and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at... 243-9703. Are you sick and tired of that constant pain in your knees or hips or back? Especially this time of year, you need to be moving pain-free, right? Hey, it's Eddie Aragon for the team at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here every day, giving them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science is simple. They concentrate your own body's healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue. No drugs. No steroids and no surgery. Listen, the old remedies for pain are not the only remedies, folks. You need to learn more about how regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can absolutely change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They've got clinics here and all over America. But choose the ones here in Albuquerque. This is exciting, new, natural, and best way to deal with joint pain with no side effects and no downtime. Call QC Kinetics. Tell them Eddie Aragon sent you at The Rock of Talk for a free consultation. 505-226-8688. That's 505-226-8688. One more time. 505-226-8688. That's 505-226-8688. QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. actually their first hit uh they've been around more than 20 years hard to believe uh maybe you want to be around more than 80 years a uh, good write-up today i just wanted to share it with you all and uh you know i just don't like pop stuff that just pops into your email and pops into your feed but this from the guardian stop drinking keep reading look after your hearing 
A neurologist tips for fighting memory loss and Alzheimer's. Yes, it starts with the eyes and the ears and uh, talking all about forgetfulness. And uh, certainly as we get older, the complete guide to memory, the science of strengthening your mind. Uh, it is a, a neuroscientist um, write-up. Dr. Richard Restack is a past president of the American Neuropsychiatric Association and lectured on the brain and behavior everywhere from Pentagon to NASA and written more than 20 books on the human brain. And just keep it simple. Lower your drinking and keep reading, reading, reading. And, you know, don't turn up the music and the TV so loud. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Uh, Dowd, um, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, Descartes Labs, and that was interesting. There's more and more stuff coming out, how people how people how, have cranked the cash. Another one is uh, Crypto Geniuses, who vaporized a trillion dollars. This one in New York uh, Magazine. I invite all of you guys to go ahead and, and read about it. Uh, Dowd, if you can uh, find it, uh, uh, please, please do so. I'll try and send it over to you. But this mm -hmm. is a very, very good write-up. Um, look, there's thieves everywhere. And sure. these are people who are looking legitimate. Uh, they're smart, intelligent, and they're cranking the cash right out of your accounts, uh, folks. So, uh, pay attention to that, uh, as well. I don't know if I've been reading as much as, um, I have over the last couple of years than I am right now. So that's, uh, I, that's, I think good news for all of you. And an article that I shared with, uh, D. Dowd Muska, uh, something about, uh, the, Academy Awards and the Academy apologizing to Shachin Littlefeather. Uh, this one written up in The Hollywood uh, 49 years later. Uh, they're calling it all in, folks, every way they possibly can. The PC police uh, never stop. And uh, they are making everybody bend at the knee and uh, apologize. This one uh, also a good uh, read uh, as well. 550, uh, 500. I'll be reading over the next uh, 24 hours. The Untold History of the Biden Family, reading about... Uh, I guess uh, Joe Biden's father, he doubt. I guess he was an alcoholic and uh, a crazy ass gambler uh, as well. So not good uh, there. I do want to get into Ivanka and then the Anne Hesh car crash. Uh, but Dowd has got write-ups that you could read pretty quick and ready, uh, three to five minutes on average and available at rockoftalk.chat. Dowd, your latest. Yeah, folks, uh, this is uh, this is uh, important. And, and it's important because it's an unconstitutional restriction of your free speech your free speech your free speech <sighs> towns and counties in this state and it's you know i do i do my fair amount of bashing government in new mexico but this is a phenomenon that has popped up all over all over the country and uh, the, i am going to be giving legal advice as a non-lawyer the reason i feel confident that i can give this is that the aclu from coast to coast from washington state and california to Michigan and Missouri and Massachusetts have uh, gone after and, and written, you know, very nastily worded letters to local government officials who are exceeding their constitutional authority to control your free speech. What I'm talking about here is political signs in your yard. Pay attention, the folks. US Supreme Pay Court. attention. And, and in fact, this came to my attention to, uh, almost exactly two years ago. I think it was probably early September, late. Yeah, August, I remember this. Uh, when a listener of ours, and and I won't dox him, but he was a he's a fine gentleman who who filled me in on on, a, on a, an effort he was making in Corrales. Apparently, a family I don't know if it was an next door neighbor or just somebody in the, in the village itself had put up a number of Trump signs right. in their right. yard yep. and. Some little lefty busybody ratted this family out to code enforcement at the planning and zoning department. And Corrales, like so many other communities, villages, cities, towns, and counties in New Mexico, have restrictions on when you can post 
political signs. Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, Sandoval County, you can only post a political sign in your on your own property, uh, and I'm going to get your blood boiling, but then I'm going to calm you down. This is how this is how it's going to work in the next few minutes. Uh, Sandoval County, the rule uh, in, in that county is you can only post political signs again on your own property ten days prior to whatever day is picked for early voting. I believe early voting begins something like October 10th this year, so that means in Sandoval County under at least un, under the ordinances of the county, October 1st is the earliest you can put a sign up. Now, Albuquerque says uh, no earlier than 60 days, so they have a little more leeway. Ruidoso, my beloved Ruidoso, Ruidoso. Uh, no earlier than 45 days. And uh, Los Lunas, this is crazy, uh, No, not more than 30 days prior to the election to which that sign uh, applies. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sounds bad to those of us who believe in the Bill of Rights. I mean, I know there's not that many of us left in the nation, but but some of us do. Uh, it is a violation of your free speech rights, and that was secured by a series, not one, more than one, throughout the decades of decisions by the highest court in the land, mm. the U.S. Supreme Court. And one of the things that's really interesting about the, the precedents here, this is the high court precedents, is lots and lots of agreement among left and right. Uh, We don't see that a lot in the Supreme Court in recent decades. Widespread agreement. And it's funny, some of these decisions, Eddie, in this most recent one in 2015, um, everybody wrote, uh, you know, one justice always writes the the majority opinion. But in this case, it's fascinating because there were all these concurring opinions written by other justices who agreed with the overall thrust of the ruling, but for different reasons. So they all sort of piled in on this and said, this is insane. This is not America, and we're not going to allow this. So what's the, the issue here? Basically, and it's a good rule of thumb, this is what the ACLU has, has tried to inform local authorities for years now, ever since 2015 when this most recent decision came in. If a government official has to read your sign in order to, to determine whether it's in compliance with the law or not, it's automatically unconstitutional because that means government officials are deciding what is and is not appropriate speech. And we have a little thing called the First Amendment that shoots that theory kind of all to hell. Local governments can't make decisions about how long they allow temporary signs, including political signs, to be posted based on the date of an event because that would require Ooh. reading the sign. Once they read a sign and make a decision about mm. what the content of that sign is, that's government regulating speech, and we don't do that in America, right? We don't do that. Now, other rules, okay, uh, assign size, location, uh, whether it needs or must be illuminated, uh, and of course, and I think this is a very reasonable restriction, you can't just put something up on public pro- property, uh, you know, light poles and all that kind of p- things, people run out and do that. Uh, government is w- well within its right to control that, even take those You can't put down. it on other people's private property, Can't put however. it on other people's private property. Well, and, they and, will and, remove it, and or I, what will... I mean, they're within the rights to remove it, but as oh, long as course. it stays up, they can't prosecute you for putting something on their pro- on their property, can exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. And these are more civil penalties. They're not going to put you in jail, but right. you'll get a nasty letter from the code enforcement officer. And um, remember who the most famous uh, zoning code enforcement officer in American history be? was? That would be Dennis Rader, BTK, bind, torture, kill. Uh, he, he For a number of years, he was a code enforcement officer. I always think of BTK. Uh, I think it was the Kansas Oh, like the Kansas Homeowners Association. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, He was probably very familiar with uh, people's weed problems. Oh, yeah. BTK took an interest in your life in more ways than one. But uh, moving on from that, I don't like the size restrictions, frankly, that, that are still appear to be constitutionally allowed. Um, but when I, the more I thought about it, I thought, okay, so if you live in a 
dense suburb where homes are kind of stacked together. I, I spent a lot of time in North Jersey outside New York City. Uh, homes are very close. You can almost you know reach out the window and, and give your neighbor a, a cup of sugar. Uh, you, what if you put a 20-foot sign in your front yard and someone's driving down the road and they can't see that in the next house over, the kids are playing in the front yard? I, I think reasonable people can reach a compromise on government regulating the size of signs in the, in, in the way that we're just for the purpose of, of protecting public safety. I, I, I don't I don't see that as unreasonable. Couldn't it be like post-mortem, like hey, your sign was too darn big and it caused the death of somebody? Well, and then you just have, civil, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. might be better served that way as opposed yeah. to creating any sort of sign yeah, and or I, and regulation. Yeah, and on I the generally size don't like, you know. Regulation. deciding, oh, it has to be this square footage and everything. But I think you can you can make it a case for a public safety argument. You sure as hell can't make a, a claim on content. They can't control your content. So uh, two years ago, almost exactly, Akiva listener got in touch with us in my beloved Corrales. Um, love the nature, love the wildlife, love the dogs. People, they're a mixed bag, uh, I think is best you can say about Corrales. Uh, so again, uh, that story I was telling about the family there, the, the Trump supporters. So he sent a letter to them uh, in electronic uh, communication, and he laid out, you know, here's the Supreme Court's most recent decision called Reed versus Town of Gilbert, Arizona, 2015. Uh, you can't harass this family. Corrales, the most moon batty, deep blue community, backed down. They had to because the Supreme Court has been quite clear about this. You can't control people's political speech on their own property uh, and, and and control when a sign can be posted. It is madness. It's, well, could you imagine trying to police that anyhow? Oh, there are people who'd love to do that. They'd love to, but even if they did in, do in, it in municipal government. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm making I'm making people in I, I didn't have time. There's what, 33 counties, 102 municipalities. I couldn't look at every couldn't look at the code, the zoning code in every community. But I again, uh, Albuquerque has one of these res restrictions. Ridoso, Sandoval County, Los Lunas, uh, Valencia County has has uh, one of these restrictions. These restrictions are unconstitutional. And I am not an attorney. I never give legal advice. These fights have been fought out from coast to coast when government authorities have been confronted with the reality of uh, Reed versus Town of Gilbert. They have to back down. They have no choice. These ordinances in your community have no force of law at all, ladies and gentlemen, at all. If you want to put a political sign up, do it today now. And it's your property. For do it right do it. now. They have no legal authority to control you. I'm not a lawyer, but listen. Rock of Talk Doc Chat. Ch check out, check out this. I, I linked to the links from the ACLU. I can't believe I'm I'm talking about the ACLU. But they've been on the side of the angels on this, defending people from coast to coast. They cannot. People in government cannot control your political speech on your own private property, provided that you're complying with the size limitation and all that other stuff. They can't control your political speech, ladies and gentlemen. Defy them. Put your sign up today. There you go. Get all your political signs out since now they can't challenge you. And all we'll do is bring you the much needed what's called earned press uh, in the media. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Back in two. Thanks for listening. On AM 1600 KIV, rockoftalk.com. When we return, we'll talk a little bit of Ivanka Trump and uh, maybe tell a little bit about the homeless problem and we'll get into more details tomorrow on that.
Trump, and it wasn't a great life after uh, she left the Trump household, or maybe Trump left her. I don't know how they all left it. It doesn't really matter, and it's none of your business because we have the right to privacy. And well, uh, Ivanka Trump was a good woman. Ivana, um, it's Ivana, right? Ivana, Ivanka. Which which is which? The K is the daughter. <laughs> Dang it! I always mess it up. It's all why why that's like a junior. It's like an Eddie and Eddie. Does why isn't it, yeah? I guess you just add a K to anything. Could you? Uh, Adicate anything for your, instead of junior, you adicate to the, the name. I forget what you did there. Um, the Last Days, as written up by New Yorker magazine, tell the tale of Ivana Trump. And I'm fascinated by it. You are. Uh, I really think it's something that we should, you know, learn more about. Uh, the, the woman who divorced Donald Trump, who had her three kids, I think, there's so much more to that, right? The, 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 the mess that maybe Donald left behind or maybe the amicable split that left uh, you thinking that Donald Trump is actually a pretty decent guy. Now, he attended Ivana's, it's hard for me to say that because I've been calling the older Ivanka. I, I don't know the difference. And I, you would think that I would be paying attention to the daughter of the blonde. Uh, she's very, uh, extremely attractive, I should say. But uh, I pay no attention to her because I dislike her and her politics. Yeah, but way, way, way left. Adam Carolla said the most impressive woman he's ever seen in his life, though. In, in terms really? Of her presentation, her intellect, her poise, her mm. professionalism, he said. Probably why Adam's in the middle or just recently ra- wrapped up his divorce. Uh, wives don't like to hear that another woman was the most impressive. Yeah, we've got to get over that. At some point, women started got to start a pre- uh, you know appreciating other women. I agree. I mean, we've been how far down on this whole thing? So this woman, Ivana, was born eight weeks early. Okay, and she has a remarkable tale because she was born in the Czech Republic uh, under communist rule. And uh, as you all know, she uh, fell to her death uh, by way of the staircase on July 14th of of last year. And she was a socialite. She was involved in the uh, hoity-toity world of millionaires, millionaires and billionaires. Uh, She was... uh, found um, by a family member, as well as, uh, quote-unquote, the help, uh, if you will, uh, as she was uh, trying to prepare to leave for the first time in nearly three years and, you know, to try and go back home, back to Europe. Um, Very sad by her son, Eric. And I think about that. Can you imagine finding your mother at the bottom of the stairs? And, uh, you know, we're all close to our family members, but finding your own mother has really got to be something that's devastating and Post-divorce, she was with basically a snake and a moocher, uh, someone who came to try and extract as much as he could from her life and uh, didn't all end up good. She had random, I should say, uh, long, passionate love affairs with men. One actually shared my last name, Aragon, by the way. That was uh, considered her best lover, by the way, she said. And she, I've been with everybody. In fact, she was brought here to the... uh, United States of America by way of a, an international skier. She married a skier, um, and Donald Trump continued to pursue her. And uh, early on, uh, very early on, uh, 
that Donald loved her so much uh, that they had Don Jr. almost immediately back in 1977. And uh, she created a wonderful family with three, I think, model citizen children, in my opinion. I think uh, who could never hear anything about domestic violence, rehab, nothing. nothing. And believe me, if if it happened, they would, the, the bad guys would find it. Maybe the best children ever to come out of the White House. Certainly better than Obama's, uh, you know, the <laughs> drug-using Obama children or, uh, you know, the uh, the Clintons. Uh, what, what's her name? Chelsea, Chelsea. who's married to... Uh, Ms. Vinsky. Uh, Ms. <laughs> who's, who's been able to extract a sizable <laughs> amount of money uh, running his con game. Chamath's little boy. Yeah. And she kept her poise. Ivana kept her poise after all of the, you know, shenanigans of Donald Trump uh, that he was having. Because he was uh, hanging out with Marla Maples, which is Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany's uh, mom. And uh, Marla, uh, I guess, not the greatest woman, but uh, I guess it was a very heated, heated passion. So Ivana was the first woman to actually beat Donald Trump, maybe at anything. <laughs> she made out with a lion's share, even during Donald Trump's uh, sort of financial foibles. She made out with $30 million. $15 million in a 20,000 square foot house in Connecticut. I'm sure you've probably been by it or something, <laughs> seen it maybe. They don't let me get off the exits in those communities. Yeah. Uh, driven by it. <laughs> but according to reports and according to the write-up that she was very cold, very competitive, but also very cordial, extremely cordial with her ex-husband, as was her ex-husband, Donald Trump, with her. And uh, Donald Trump, even though he couldn't afford it at the time, literally wrote her a certified check for $10 million. Plus, and best of all for her, or maybe worst of all, if you're a Trump hater, she got to keep the Trump brand. And I think she was celebrated by, you know, many an empowered woman. And in many ways, you can consider her the first fourth wave feminist, right? Divorcing, coming out with a a big win. You know, that was certainly, uh, and we are in four waves of feminism, by the way, folks. And uh, many women have come into power by virtue of the fact of the men that they have uh, married. But in her many relationships uh, after, you could see her in various uh, pictures with Donald Trump at uh, certain social events, at parties, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I got to tell you, like, if anybody can have that amicable a split, I think anybody could have uh, that wonderful of children. And that's really what you have with Ivana and Donald Trump. However, she is also, you know, really a blue-hearted person. She is someone who couldn't give up on what she had given uh, her life to uh, at the very end, which was this fast-paced, Italiano, very suavemente type of dude uh, who was nothing but someone who was taking taking and taking and taking. And he died of melanoma in uh, 2020. And she has stated uh, to the quote-unquote help that she would rather have been a babysitter than a nurse at her very end, but she couldn't stop herself from caring for the man. Hmm. And she became extremely depressed during the end stages of her life, despite being very, very um, socially driven everywhere that she went. uh, She was always the center of attention. She often was very flirty with many 20 uh, men, 20, 30 years, her junior uh, and all of that. Um, But she was depressed because of that and because of COVID. And it should also be uh, known that she was also quote unquote, an advisor. Uh, she is the one who coached Donald Trump into becoming uh, very vocal on Twitter. Uh, in fact, Ivana and Donald, um, during his presidency, 
were in constant contact, and not just because of the children, but uh, also Ivana was also uh, very much in Donald's corner. And uh, despite the fact that she had stated before that uh, he had uh, raped her during the marriage, it is something that she did not amplify during Donald Trump's uh, entire time that uh, he was in power. But the shutdown, no travels, and this would have been her first way on her way to Europe the first time in three years when she died is uh, she was very much looking forward to uh, getting back to uh, real life. So I think the portrait of a lady and as good as um, Melania was as first lady, possibly one of the best ever, Ivana quite possibly could have been that much more. And uh, she was certainly a very regal individual, a very generous uh, individual, and someone I think that uh, you should look into. So check out the article in The New Yorker. I think it'll give you sort of some insight uh, into her life as to uh, what a wonderful woman uh, can and uh, should be. I think she certainly was that depth. Yeah, and it's uh, something that I personally have a bias for. It just seems like the European women, the European models, uh, the European heiresses, <laughs> They have a better education. They sort of have a better uh, temperament than, than, I mean, America's sliding into sort of slobby culture. I yeah. think men and women alike. Uh, and, it's, and it's interesting that she's no longer with us. But those, those people of, of that age and of that era, it's almost like a, a time machine. And they just, uh, we, 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 could be, we could be better in America, folks. We could maybe read a little more. We could uh, clean up our F words and S words. I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. Both lately boy are women dropping the f and the s words in their interviews and documentaries that you would not have seen 10 20 years ago um we all could stand to be a little classier and i include myself on that no doubt um i i you know give you exhibit a the kardashian and uh look how you know the people who have come into their sphere have been absolutely devastated uh professionally personally uh biologically in the case of bruce jenner (laughs) so um the model citizen for the United States shouldn't be somebody like that, but somebody more along the lines of Ivana Trump and someone who kept her composure and class. Uh, and I, I use the word regal very, very, very sparingly. And I think it should be reserved for a woman uh, such as her and uh, the the mother to potentially one of the you know next presidents of the United States, uh, hopefully in, in, in Don Jr. And they're going to no doubt to continue to attack him. And Hesh, uh, I won't, don't know if I can get into much of this, but uh, Dowd, um, have you seen the footage on this? This is not I, I something just, I would normally get into, but, <laughs> and I don't even know who she was other yeah, than being know. the girlfriend right. to, um, what was her name? Uh, oh, the Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. You say DeGeneres, I say DeGenerate. Uh, she, Friend of George W. Bush. And friend uh, of <laughs> and friend of Tom Hanks. I think we're going to spend some more time. I have not delved uh, deep enough into all of this. People know that I, I do have um, an appetite uh, for this, having gone down the Epstein route and numerous other routes uh, as well. This is something was, you know, for me, beyond disturbing. And if you've seen the footage, this is really something... Anne Hesch was removed from life support on Sunday, dying at the age of 53 years of age. I had no idea who she was, even after she, you know, all this news came out or why anybody was paying attention to her other than a brief association. And I, I, I didn't realize that she was the mother of three young boys. Mm. Um, she had a car crash on August the 5th uh, into her home. And he, she crashed her car 
and apparently it erupted into flames. Now, in a video provided to Fox News, LAPD official stands in what used to be a doorway with the sky visible through the ceiling between the charred wooden beams. A woman who appears to be Michelle, who rented the home, is seen sifting through the wreckage in an attempt to find salvageable belongings in all of this. And the firefighter says, firefighter, quote unquote, firefighter. I'm going to put that. This is where the car was. Now, you generally don't disturb a crime scene very quickly. You don't remove things very quickly. And that immediately got to me. And it got me thinking um, more and more and more, Dowd, because, boy, this is really something. Um, I'm going to delve into this with some uh, TikTok. Yes, believe it or not, folks, some TikTok of all the things I'm about to play. I'm going to play TikTok because this is all over uh, that social medium. And uh, having recently joined TikTok, uh, starting to assemble videos uh, for that. Uh, this is uh, someone by the name of uh, Michelle on uh, TikTok. Um, take a listen to this because this uh, itself is is uh, very disturbing. And look at the direction that they're going into uh, with this. Uh, this is Anhash Conspiracy, Conspiracy TikTok uh, being played. Let me play it for you here uh, in the Kiva Um you know, for the very first time, we're going to play a TikTok video. Here we are, Doubt. Uh, let's uh, let's go to it. Oh, come on. We got to uh, come up with Before she was killed. Come on. The Ann Hash was working on a human trafficking documentary before she was killed. And this conspiracy theory suggests that her ex, Ellen DeGeneres, was getting worried about this and called in a job to have Ann Hash's brakes cut drug her and then scare her out of her house when she flew into that house she knew what was going on that's why she didn't want to be saved because they would just come at her again and the theory suggests the reason ellen was so nervous because of her ties with the frazzle trip conspiracy and how she apparently warned tom hanks with the sweatshirt like this and the one that literally said run forest it's all because she was on house arrest herself because of her potential ties with jeffrey epstein it's like the rest of hollywood and they didn't want to be outed. The theory also goes on to suggest that Trump didn't have nuclear documents after all. He had more evidence on the elites, including trafficking. That's why people are dying, being raided. Keep their big secret. What do you think? Wow. That is uh, pretty amazing stuff. I know where Dowd's uh, immediately at on that. Uh, so he'll <laughs> go through and he'll verify chapter and verse on that entire thing. But uh, it, it, it sent me for a loop. Okay. Then I go to uh, Posh Pets by Christina Bruno on TikTok. And here I see a video. And I'm like, okay, what was this whole thing about? Okay. Go to the actual car crash scene. And let me describe this uh, for you as we uh, go through. This is, this is beyond disturbing. Remember, I don't know who she is. I don't care much about Ann Hash. I don't care about Hollywood. I don't care about any of this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden I see the crash site here as you're going through it. And you're going through with someone takes, you know, a very raw uh, look at the scene. You got a chain wrapped around a muffler. We've got, uh, you know, snipped brakes. We've got the remnants. There is, really isn't much damage or burning on the scene at all. They made it sound so much worse, according to uh, this. And then you see the firemen dragging her out. Okay, they roll her around the backside of the ambulance. Now they roll her on the other side of the ambulance now straight into the ambulance. Watch again, no burn marks or body or face. And the woman is literally crawling out of the body bag. Anne Hesh is unzipping the body bag as she's being loaded on to the Los Angeles Fire Department ambulance. 
It will freak you out. Ambulance number 63 of Los Angeles Fire Department, and she is trying to get out, and the men push her back in to the body bag. The media is the one who took this video, and it's being removed everywhere. I went to believe any of this stuff, and I had to go back and look at this, but people are freaking out about this. Because not only does it absolutely lend its to all this, uh, it, it, it also goes in a little bit slightly different direction. This one here, Anne Hesh herself, in her own words, she says she was canceled and can't be canceled again. Here's Anne Hesh in her own words, I uh, believe circa 2021, as she tries to grip what little, little amount that she has left of uh, her, I don't know, acting life. Take a listen. 2000. Do you feel that that is in fact the case? I uncanceled myself. You uncanceled yourself. What does that mean? I mean, I figured well, I was I was canceled, and then I uncanceled myself. I'm not canceled anymore. I don't think I can be canceled again. Hmm. Loves it. Loves you know it. What I mean? I mean, listen, if, if we stop the story, if we don't talk about what's going on, if people don't tell the truth, then we don't learn anything. We can't have any conversation. That's what happened 20 years ago. Nobody asked the questions. Mm-hmm. So. What's 20 it? years ago, Ellen Degenerate, friend of Tom Hanks. Do I need to get into any of the other local connections uh, here? We certainly could. Happening when we're canceling people is that we're, excuse me, denying the opportunity to get to know and learn from them. Right, and, right. And, 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 then, and then, then what, how, how does that further us? So that's part of the fun of being able to do this movie because now people are asking me about what happened 20 years ago. Mm. So we can set the record straight. Don't cancel people. Ask people what they're doing and how we can help each other because it's the only way that anybody is going to survive. It's absolutely true. Moving that was going on on the other side of the vehicle. Oh my gosh, he's completely alive. That's the play-by-play reporter on that day. We'll have more on that uh, tomorrow. Now, your top five, and he'll be sharing those links directly at rockoftalk.chat, as found by the readers of rockoftalk.chat. Fire away. Uh, yeah, picked by the readers. Number one, Source New Mexico whining about being not denied access to the Ron Ketty uh, event. Eddie, I'm very proud that our subscribers clicked on that, number one. They got a good chuckle out of it, I'm sure. Uh, number two, following up on that, our friend Nick Wilbur over at the Conservative New Mexican. He has a different perspective on the on the Ron Ketty rally. Uh, number three, Corrales fire truck stolen, but quickly recovered. Crime in Corrales? Who, who could have even imagined that? Uh, number four, great piece out of the UK. Britain is on the brink of blackouts because of green energy. And number five, turns out moms and dads really do matter for kids. Uh, the Institute for Family Studies, uh, really interesting research on their part. All right. Good stuff, Dad. Great show. See you tomorrow, bright and early 4 p.m. here for Thursday edition. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.